that's the one thing I noticed is uh, compared to like Marvel or really the MCU, like DC has some real iconography to work with. Some like real actual true blue pop culture movie cinema iconography. Like we all knew that was the Batmobile, that that is the Tim Burton Batmobile mm. under the sheet. Uh, and like, as soon as you see it, you're just like, oh, okay. Can't wait to see that. Like, and then even like the, the, the behind the shot of Batman, of Keaton's Batman. Mm. And it's like understanding that like, holy crap, that is the original look that is this Batman. Yeah, that's, 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 that's no turning his neck back. Yeah. That is, yeah. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of The Key Live. Uh, we are talking about DC Fandom 2021. Some of us were here last week. Uh, not last week, last year for DC Fandom 2020. Uh, and now it's a year later, and maybe we'll compare last uh, year's fandom to this year's fandom. Uh, but we got a lot to cover. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. We are streaming this live to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our number one streaming platform, which is volume.com. Uh, volume.com slash the Keeg show. That's where we're at right now. So if you want to be part of that chat, uh, come out and uh, talk with us there. Uh, let me introduce my guests for today. I'm trying to see in what order we are. Uh, to my right, uh, we got Trevor Reese. Trevor, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, I was going to ask if you ever do, when you talk about volume, if you ever uh, do the Jack Nicholson in Batman, uh, you are my number one. It just popped in my head. I was just wondering about uh, that. I don't, but you, you can feel free to do that. <laughs> you know, when, when, like. he, when he's like grabbing like Bob and just like it's, it's like you, my number one. Bob the henchman? Uh, yeah, he does something like that to Bob. That was his name as the action figure was Bob the henchman, right? Bob yeah. the henchman? He like straight up is, uh, if I remember my lore correctly. No, Bob like, the goon. Was it Bob yeah, the goon? I, he's, all I know is he's Bob, whether or not his title is goon or henchman. Uh, <laughs> all I know is that he was yeah. like weirdly like Jack Nicholson weirdly was just like no this guy's in the movie <laughs> um, I mean every, every good villain needs a henchman right? and I mean if ever there's a time to trot out uh, the uh, a trivia of Batman 89 it's now I mean it's coming back into chic I guess um well, thank you for that intro, Trevor. I'm glad we I'm glad we covered all that uh, in the amount of time that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see who, because my my two computers have a different. Right below me, we got Michael Mead. Michael, how you doing today? How's it going, man? Fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Um, it's always great. It's always great to have you on. Don't tell everybody else, but you're my favorite. Fantastic. I'm super appreciative. I, I'm always thankful for for being on here, and everyone here is phenomenal. I love it. Um, uh, this is the Comic Talk crew, uh, minus some some other awesome people that couldn't make it today. I asked a lot of people, um, but some people, you know, are like, Sunday's my rest day. No, they didn't say that. They just said they were busy. So, That's you know, fair. thank you guys for not being busy today or putting <laughs> stuff aside to be here today. So, there you go. Yeah, thanks so much. Super, super busy and yeah. I made time for you, Demetri. Super, thank super you. busy. Thank you. Uh, to the right of Michael Mead, we got Justin Musso. Justin, how are you doing today? doing good to meet you thanks for having me back on to talk about uh everything that 
went down during that four-hour block yesterday. Yeah, it was a four-hour block. I'm glad they did a four-hour block as opposed to last year where they're like, no, nah, we're going to do like eight straight hours, but double book everything. And yeah. then you could jump from channel to channel. And then that didn't happen. And now yeah, we got was, this year. It was definitely cleaner this year. I, I also preferred just the four-hour method. And like, and, and this would be like, okay, literally, here we go. This is This is everything. This is everything we have coming up. Right. This is it. This is everything we have, uh, we have updates on. We have production stills. Like, this is this is it until next year. Like, you, right? You got it. Yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, uh, this is your dinner. You're gonna eat it, <laughs> and uh, maybe you'll get dinner next year. We'll see. There you go. Maybe you'll um, get dinner next year. Jesus. <laughs> what kind of household uh, do you live in? <laughs> uh, uh, g- gladly, uh, my household treats me better than DC tends to treat me. So, um, um, I eat every night. Um, but, uh, on the bottom row, uh, we got Lex from Wednesday Pull. Lex, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Yeah. Um, uh, it's always, it's always great to have you. Uh, also, especially cause, uh, we haven't had you on Comic Talk for a while. So, yeah. uh, it's so crazy it's seeing you me. again. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you haven't changed a day. You haven't aged no. a day. No, no, I'm actually aging backwards. So next time I might be a little younger. Oh, uh, you're Benjamin buttoning it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a good deal. I got I got it worked out really yeah. nicely. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks good. Uh, uh, youth looks good on you. Thanks, this is man. this is small it. talk as we get through five <laughs> guests. It's just oh man. Uh, and to the right of Lex. We got Gil Barron. Gil, how you doing? Small talk, me baby. Give me some of that small talk. That <laughs> I like that shirt. Talk. Stop I like that it. shirt. You need to stop everything you're doing right now. I cannot be falling <laughs> in love today. Not on this podcast. Not in life. Yeah. I gotta. I can't be getting my heart broken again. Don't don't yeah. you do it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> life is too busy to fall in love, but then you know. But then, you but then the we're talking comics. Yeah. You meet the uh, the Gerard Butler to your Katherine Heigl, and then things yes, happen. That's right. Uh, no, I'm just uh, I'm so excited to be talking comic books because, like, you know, I don't know if you saw what I've started doing. I've started doing the comic book panel of the week uh, on my socials, and uh, oh, okay, and I just have so little like geekery comic book discussion in my life. I feel like. Every single week, I'm throwing down in our Facebook group about like, oh, man, this is what happened in this book, and this is what happened in that book. Nobody ever takes the bait. Nobody wants to talk comics. It just it bothers me so much. Like, I just need to talk comics. Yeah. I, I would love to talk comics, but you always post it when I'm, like, preparing for Thursday uh, night comic talk. And so I'm like, oh, I got other comics. I got, like, I got this other thing I got to do. I'll, I'll take the bait next time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you feel... It's okay. Like, I feel a little... You know, yeah. I'm a little starved uh, for comic book talk. <laughs> I know. And I feel like that's that's a lot of us. Uh, uh, yeah. Whether we have shows that we do or not, it's like, ah, got to get talking about it. Um, we are streaming to multiple platforms, but if you can hear us, but you can't see Gil's uh, lovely shirt, then that means you're listening to the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So uh, wherever you check out podcasts, uh, check it out. You can also find past episodes there. Uh, we also got a chat at volume.com slash the Keeg Show. Um, I see Marvelous Johnny out there. What's up, Johnny? 
Uh, Johnny says four hours was way too long. Honestly, would have preferred it if we didn't see the behind the scenes stuff we ended up getting. Um, uh, how did you guys feel about the uh, the time? I don't know. It was fine. I liked it. Like, like, was it fine? Saying, but like you were saying, it was, it was, I thought it was good. Um, it was better than last year. Yeah. I, I liked the whole, it's like, uh, Justin said as well, it seemed very, very balanced. I, I think they had a good flow with it. A lot of the moderators knew what they were doing and talking about. Um, at least that's what it seemed to me. And I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. Okay. I, I think the real question is whether or not they had enough to justify DC fandom. That's a good point. Because uh, yeah. on it, like there was some cool some cool drops, like Young Justice surprise dropping two episodes, right? Uh, yeah, um, a Peacemaker trailer, some really cool um, video game trailers uh, got dropped, but not a full actual movie trailer. Everything was padded with behind the scenes. Yeah, but with the exception of, of, of the second Batman trailer. Like, the Batman. Yeah. Sorry, every, sorry, sorry. Every, the Batman everything trailer. Else, everything, else, yeah. everything else we have was literally just like, a, this is an in-production teaser. Here's like a minute of actual footage. And then right. before, we're going to have about two and a half minutes of just the cast talking about, and the directors talking about what it's been like making the movie. Which is yeah. which is which is neat and like you know you, you, you like you know news is is news and very clearly they were like yeah we need to fill this out because otherwise we got about two hours and uh, also at a brisk pace some of those things were to, things that they were to announcing last year yeah, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> months ago there was still like a production stuff. on this stuff for like you know Black Adam you know didn't they invite some fan last year to come to set or something they've just been doing this for a full year. Yeah, I just find it funny they have the same art for Black Adam that they did last year. Yeah, and they just and, showed and, the yeah. same art this year. Plus, and, and like you know, and, and, and again, like I, I'm glad that like you know they gave us like oh yeah, we're confirming that like Blue Beetle and Batgirl and Static are still happening, but those also right. could have literally just been that sentence and then move on to the next thing because they didn't uh, have yeah. anything to show of it. It could have just yeah. literally just gone like oh yeah, yeah. Well, these movies they're still happening. We're confirming it right now. Keep an eye out when we have more. We'll show you. Anyways, Gotham Knights. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like uh, even even Harley Quinn, the cartoon, barely had anything. Like there was more actual animation in her pitch of mm-hmm. the stuff uh, than there was yeah. actual animation. And so, yeah, it's wh- whether or not fandom had to happen is the major question. Because, yeah, this is was a much better situation than last year, but I don't think they successfully pulled off what fandom's supposed to be, which is Comic-Con substitute. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think it's more of a show of faith for investors and to be like, we're still here. Everybody, WB presents, DC presents fandom. We're still we, relevant. We Marvel, Marvel doesn't have to do a fandom, you know? Yeah, and we're Marvel three. They Marvel do, does do, like teasers right. all year. Marvel does like random drops throughout the year. DC tends to like, well, we know we don't have enough stuff to drop every other day, so let's just right. compile what we have. Well, they are DC twenty three, and D twenty three is Dis- Disney has a corporation, their own yeah. comic. Right, right, yeah. that's true. Yeah. You know, um, if, uh, if if Warner Brothers as a whole did their own version of D twenty three, like you would have stuff. It was also it was also one of those things where it's like. Also, like, with Disney, like, you know, they'll have, like, their, like, investor call, which they've only, like, in the last, like, two years have started let, like, the public stream in on on certain bits. Not when they actually show the footage, 
that's just for investors, but at least to confirm that stuff is happening and show like concept art for, but yeah. like the Warner brothers investor meeting from early this year, I still remember the screen grab of it being like, here's all the confirmed Warner brothers projects that are in the works oh, right now. Yeah, yeah, And like, yeah. I would say there was a number on that board that either wasn't, there wasn't enough of a development on them to really justify giving them time. Like you could have literally thrown the born up and it's been like, let's run down these things. Here's where we're currently at on these projects that are in progress. Like we're, we're working on it folks. Like Santana's still happening. A blue beetle. <laughs> yeah. and like, I, I think, I think it was, I think it was a huge win though for obviously it wasn't the biggest turnout for like the, the bigger projects, the bigger mainstream movie projects, but all the animated stuff was really oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, all the anime announced for the, all the animated movies coming out, Catwoman, Super Sons, uh, Super Pets, uh, but also the Milestone stuff. I got really excited yeah. over the Milestone projects coming yeah. out, especially the, the big team-up movie that they're going to be, animated movie, which mm-hmm. they're going to be doing. Uh, so I think that was a win for like a lot of their smaller budget yeah, projects, I think. It, it, it was definitely a bigger year for the not movie stuff. Like I feel, yeah. I feel like a lot of the movie stuff I was kind of like whelmed on, it's like I was happy mm-hmm. to see like a comics accurate Black Manta costume and like yeah. cool getting to see like Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu as the villains <coughs> of Shazam 2. But a lot of it, like I would ar- almost argue that like the Flash, weirdly enough, had like the most to yeah. show because mm-hmm. so much of it hadn't been shared yet. Yeah. And it's been through uh, hell that we, we really don't know what it is mm-hmm. like yeah. it's gone right. how this is uh the sixth the, director yeah something like that and so it's just like we don't even know the state or what still remains almost like ant-man mm-hmm. um yeah. with, with yeah. edgar wright um leaving in the sort of interest that kind of peaks up with that i'm just like well what did it become um because yeah the flash that looks crazy um, yeah. But yeah, it, ha- it also has like, that's the one thing I noticed is uh, compared to like Marvel or really the MCU, like DC has some real iconography to work with. Some like real actual true blue pop culture movie cinema iconography. Like we all knew that was the Batmobile, that that is the Tim Burton Batmobile mm. under the sheet. Uh, and like as soon as you see it, you're just like, oh, okay, can't wait to see that. Like, and then even like the the, the behind the shot of Batman of Keaton's Batman, mm-hmm. and it's like understanding that like, holy crap, that is the original look. That is this Batman. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's no turning no, his neck back. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, solid neck yeah. Batman. Yeah. Um, I like that he's the same shot in the the Batman trailer too. They just yeah. keep doing that. It's just I want to see that montage, just Batman popping up just <laughs> in the back of Batman's head. <laughs> uh, I compare DC fandom to like if you go and work out, and like if you work out and you don't post social media, then like great, you might keep at it. But then if you post to like Instagram or whatever, you're like your gym shots. It's like suddenly like now you're accountable for it because you're like this is me working out it's trying to go somewhere and i feel like this is what that is because how many dc projects get started and stopped ava duvernay's new gods i was so looking forward to and it just disappears now ava duvernay is doing dmz but the point being is that like 
Maybe this is DC being like, no, no, no. If we talk enough about Zolo Marjuena's Blue Beetle, we can actually finish the Blue Beetle movie. And if we don't talk about it, then we're not going to finish it. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's also like a part of it too, is like both like equal parts, like accountability showing that they are genuinely like working on these things that there is progress being made while also obviously like gauging the public reaction to the stuff that isn't the stuff that they know they aren't as certain will sell. Like they know people will go see Aquaman two, Shazam two, they'll go see the flash. Like, but like, are, are people still interested in a, in a blue beetle movie? Are people still interested in these other things? So like, those little things like it was it was the same way with like the um the first look we got at the uh, Naomi series that's that's mm-hmm. coming out which is like ar- arguably like the franchise that has you know the least name recognition of anything that mm-hmm. DC is doing because Naomi is such a new character and so has so little comics canon to pull off of that it's it's kind of their biggest gamble at least in terms of the TV shows I feel because yeah. there isn't like you know like Doom Patrol is like my well, Doom Patrol is my favorite, but also like Doom Patrol is sort of thing where right. you can be like yeah like Danny Street's a wild character, but there's like you know precedent for him in the comics. If you go back, there's like 30, 40, 50 years of comics you can kind of like look at these characters of, and Naomi is such like a well she has one volume, and she's technically part of the current run of Justice League, and that's basically it. Right. Right. I mean yeah they, they, they have big stuff. They have small stuff. Uh, Trevor, sorry. I was just going to say, they have the barest of bones to maybe put a season one together in terms of literally all of Naomi's canon Mm -hmm. and appearances. It is the six-issue trade, the Justice League stuff, and maybe some Young Justice when Bendis was on it. Then don't don't they kind of have more freedom then? We have less yeah, of the Nance hardcore into it. it. Like, like it there's less like mistakes the they playing. can make, yeah, right, seems, compared to yeah. the, what the fandom likes. So, like, I think there's a lot more yeah. they could probably do with Naomi than they have to, like, stick to the source material. Uh, yeah, from, from it, it is. It, and, like, I that's that's part of the reason I'm looking forward to it is, like, having read the the, the trade and having read the, the, the series, I was like, I do enjoy her as a character. I think she has, like, a kind of an interesting backstory and everything. And I think the TV show will have more of a chance to explore more of where Naomi came from and like her home planet and like the characters that, you know, existed there until they were basically almost all entirely wiped out. The yeah. thing I, I love about Naomi is that every time she appears in a Bendis book, he says exactly how long it's been since the beginning of the trade. <laughs> At this point, her entire superhero career has been like two and a half weeks. <laughs> so, which is really funny. Um, and I love that, like, they keep mentioning it. Like, oh, yeah, literally last week that happened. And it yeah. just is the funny, is the hilarious thing about the crunched timeline of comics. Uh, yeah. That, like, you know, everything since the new 52 has all been like three months or something. Well, yeah. and if, <laughs> if, if you think about, like, cartoon film production like how much did sony have be uh to go off of for miles in all honesty yeah, like considering not, how not, long that movie true. would that's have been in development miles would have been like two three years old like and but and also like the the uh spider-verse miles is v- very very different than comic book miles almost yeah. i would say much much better i prefer spider like but that's also the thing it's just like it's much more streamlined 
Yeah. Yeah, but well, like that's you, you, you can you, have you, some you freedom. The nice, the, the, the nice, the, the, the kind of the nice thing, you know, and the reason why, you know, Miles in that movie is like the Audigan surrogate character is because of the fact that like you get to see him of all, of all the other spider people in that movie get to genuinely see him have an origin story and get to go with mm-hmm. him as he gets the powers, figures out this wider world that he's now a part of and like figure out how to use the powers, which is yeah. a nice thing about it, which is like, again, like, yeah, the problem with, you know, trying to do like comic book miles in the Spider-Verse movie would be like, you'd have to kind of be like, well, yeah, cause there's this whole, all right. So anyway, so yeah, so you see we're in this other universe, but you have to understand that like, there's also like another miles in the 616 universe and he may or may not be evil, but. Well, well there's, there's that, but it's also just like his, his relationship with uh, uh, Uncle Aaron is so much better. Like oh, it's so yeah. much streamless, oh. such a better relationship. Um, like there's a lot of, like the relationship with his dad is very much streamlined because it feels like the the comic books like dealt with so much more and like there's all the hidden Jefferson Davis was actually a Shield agent stuff that Bendis was seeding into. So mm-hmm. like yeah, it was just streamlined. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. like yeah, Naomi's probably gonna get the same treatment. Uh, and be better for it. It's I think. I, think, I mean, team. they're probably leaning into that uh, with yeah. Naomi. Is like going off on their own thing and like doing their own thing and and trying to see what sticks. I mean, Marvel still does that to a, to a specific degree, like trying new things with old characters or trying new things with new characters. And you know, like Miss Marvel is getting her own Disney Plus series. That being said, we are starting to drift into Marvel talk. Yeah, and I want to reel it. I want to reel it back in. How easy? I say, I think there's so little streamline <laughs> on Naomi. Like, there's just. Yeah, not much yet. And I don't mean to make it sound like there's not much there because I think there is a lot of potential there. And like one of the great things about that character is uh, every time she's appeared, they've given her real characterization. She's not just like the teenager. She's not just the whatever. Like Naomi has her own personality, which is you know more than you could say for a lot of like characters that yeah. that come up. So I don't know that there's a ton to streamline. So I think it's going to be a lot of like actually adding more. Uh, which yeah. Is- yeah. It almost yeah. feels like that's the game plan. I mean, like they have been pushing Naomi as as often as they can, even though she has such a little backstory. So it almost seems like they want to get her into another medium to like get a general audience behind her, sort of push her the same way they push Miles. Because I agree. I mean, the Into the Spider Verse movie has been the most solid interpretation because every writer that has Miles writes him differently, and so I feel like that that general audience feel on Miles is more appreciated than what we've gotten in the comic books. Well, and so it and almost ha- feels like that. How much do we know? Like, I mean, they, they started shopping Naomi around so quickly that it almost makes you wonder if this was, they just reverse engineered the comic book, that yeah. this was a movie TV pitch, which <clears throat> is why Bendis went over to DC was that, mm-hmm. was that thing because not to drift back into Marvel talk, but the lack of being able to do that is what drove him to DC. So it could have been that like, Hey, well, you know, what's going to help us sell this Naomi idea is having a comic book that we can show with it. We can test the waters out. So this, this property could have very well been reverse engineered from its original TV pitch. Cause that sounds like something you can put into the CW Arrowverse. Like to me, I mean, of all of his wonder comics material, Naomi really was the only original character, right? There was one. Wonder Twins and Young Justice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any uh, yeah. Any other like original characters would have been like 
Jenny would have picked. I mean, yeah, Jenny, Jenny Hex or stuff like yeah. that. Like, or, yeah, uh, like Teen Lantern. Yeah, but I think oh, I, Lantern, I think yeah. other people introduced them before. I don't think Bendis created them. I think he just latched onto them. Uh, Teen Lantern, I think, uh, might have been introduced in the Young Justice run. Um, I don't remember Teen Lantern existing. I I do like the now Teen Lantern, uh, it's Kelly, right? Kelly's, Mm -hmm. uh, now is like a really major part of the current Green Lantern run, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like they brought Bendis over to recreate the Miles situation. Like, they're like, hey, we need you to create a Miles for us, and that's sort of what Naomi is, and they're just trying to catch up to, like, the popularity of Miles. That's what it feels like. Especially after how blatantly uh, New 52 Wally West was very much Miles Morales. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of stuff that came out in DC fandom. The big things are, like, the Black Adam movie, the Flash movie, Peacemaker series. So uh, I guess segueing from Naomi, which was a very short process of, like, writing... Mm -hmm. To like throwing it into TV series. Let's talk about a movie that's been 15, 15 years in the making. Back yeah, when The least. Rock had hair. When The Rock had hair. That's how long Probably. it's been. Before the Black Adam. You existed. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, Black Adam's been trying, or uh, The Rock has been trying to get Black Adam created for such a long time. And they talked about it last fandom where we got mm-hmm. art by Boss Logic. And that's all we got. You, we had art by Boss Logic and The Rock's charisma. That's literally all we yeah. had, and The Rock like vouching promo. for it. Yeah, yeah. 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 for Black Adam. Like, yeah. yeah, this time around we got a lot of the same art, but we got Pierce Brosnan and a couple of other actors talking yeah. about it, and then we got yeah. that like one scene. Um, you guys got any thoughts about Black Adam as a movie, or, or like? I mean, again, unfortunately, I don't think we saw enough to really form more of an opinion than being like, yeah, I mean, I, I'll watch it. Like, it's, I'm excited that we're getting some of the, like, JSA characters in there. I do love getting to see, mm-hmm. you know, Adam Smasher, Dr. Fate, like, Cyclone, like, like, like Hawkman in there. Like, that'll be, it'll be cool to see how they fit in. And I'm sure once we have, like, a trailer, I will be able to pass a better judgment. But right now, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like, all right, sure. Like, it's, it's, I like Shazam. I, I think The Rock as Black Adam makes sense. And, but again, the hard thing is, is like, I can't, I can't say whether or not Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam is good yet because <laughs> yeah. we didn't yeah, really no. see him. He showed up. Right. Technically, he was there, yes. And technically, he did like some like action beats, but he did not say a word <laughs> in that like minute and a half. There's no acting really happening. It was just like reacting to the things I, happening I to him. So it is a JSA movie, and that's yeah. really cool. The fact that it is cool that those characters. I mean, Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. Like that's just he looks that's great. Yeah, that's, that's, great that's good too. casting right there. He, and he looks like he's having fun doing. It. He looks like he yeah, really yeah. wants to do it, which is so uh, so different for one of those actors of that era. It's like sometimes they feel like they're kind of being forced to do it at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Doctor Fate, like that's actually a really good match. Um, it reminds me of when Cumberbatch was cast as Doctor Strange, and it was like, why are you making him do an American accent? <laughs> Just let him be British. Is it okay if yeah. one of these characters is British? Just like, yeah, or at least like speak with kind of like a heightened accent. Like let him let him lean a little bit. Well, it's Doctor uh, Strange. He's Doctor Strange. He can, he can speak in, in a very pompous way. Like he doesn't need the American accent with it. Yeah. 
to Gil's point, like it's just like thinking about it, we've come so far from Superman '78 and Marlon Brando, like in those roles, like the prestige actors of the generate of previous generations who are now being brought in to to lend gravitas and prestige, are being like, for some reason they're connecting to it. It's no longer the paycheck film or the studio contract film. People aren't coming into these with trepidation for whatever reason. Like, it, it, even if DC still hasn't necessarily connected with fans um, at the same degree as Marvel, they seem to have connected with the actors uh, on a material level mm-hmm. that's getting them interested. Because, yeah, like Helen Mirren, Pierce Brosnan, um, like high caliber people. Although Helen Mirren also has been uh, doing. Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, which is why I'm, I'm surprised. Like, yeah, I, I'm wondering how much this means there's going to be an eventual showdown uh, of uh, the Shazam of Helen Mirren and The Rock. I cannot wait. <laughs> I would love to uh, to live in a world to live in a world where we get to watch a 10 minute fight sequence between Dwayne Johnson and Beautiful. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren playing magic. She's playing Cassiopeia or something. Yeah, uh, Hespera. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's really one fun. of the daughter daughters of Atlas. Sold. I mean, all right. Yeah. The Rock. The Rock. Whether the movie's going to be good or not, The Rock is a cash cow. He's going to put all the butts mm-hmm. in all the seats. It'll get a sequel. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe that The Rock has like crazy acting chops. I feel like he's going to play The Rock no matter what, which is fine because yeah. it works. It, it does work. Uh, so I am excited to see sort of like a sit-down action movie. I'm more excited right. to see the JSA than the actual Black too, Adam. Yeah. So yeah. Adam uh, Smasher. We got fucking yeah. Adam Smasher. Like, that's yeah. cool. Never, never, never in my life would I think that Adam Smasher would be in a live-action movie. Right. Like, we skipped Al Pratt entirely. Just yeah. Yeah. straight to Al Ross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of <laughs> love that. It, it's it's, it's, it, it, it's It's like if they go straight to Ryan Choi... Uh, Adam Which, in, in, in the DCEU. They, they did yeah. in uh, Zack Snyder. They did. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 inter- it's interesting when those like jumps tend to happen because like I, I whether I, I, I'm always interested in like why the choices. It's like, it's like I liked that they went with like both. They had Scott Lang obviously as Ant Man, Ant Man, but they yeah. did still have Hank Pym around because you kind of can't, you can't really have Scott Lang in a vacuum without at least mm. like having Hank Pym show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, yeah. the reason they couldn't do Hank Pym was essentially just the uh, fan association with him hurting his wife, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for Hawkman, personally. Yeah. Like, yes, could, is it possible that Hawkman could, weirdly enough, be one of the standout characters? He like, will be. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think he, he definitely could. Definitely Especially b- between between this and Stargirl, the JSA is having a real hard live say, action yeah. resurgence, and I am here for it. I love. Yeah. Really I, yeah, I, I I have found myself in recent years going and like reaching out for anything JSA more than almost anything Justice League related, just because Same. I That's like weird. definitely I like I feel like the characters are weirder and fun, more fun, and they're like kind of their powers and like their whole like yeah. the whole aesthetic of them. 
Justin, have you, you uh, gone back and read like the early '90s JSA? Oh hell yeah, I have. Like, the, like before Robinson and them get back to it, like mm-hmm. like the Death of Superman era. Like yeah. artwork is so gorgeous on it, and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and it's wild. So Those stories are wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stories are wild back then. Well, because that's um, like uh, leading up to like the uh, um, zero hour. like Starman. Like yeah, zero zero yeah, hour. Yeah, like, Starman's yeah, Star a lot Man, of the yeah. fallout. Yeah. Of, First off, like, that book is good. Oh my god, I, 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 that would be another thing to go back to if you want to see like a, a good depiction of JSA through a non-JSA lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Starman comic book, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I keep, you know, they they obviously do keep bringing in stuff from that series into Star Girl. Like I was just so chuffed to see Shade on Star Girl. Like that was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The trailer that they gave for the the next season. Uh, just, was it next season or the season finale for Star like, I think it was a mid-season. The mid-season season. trailer, whatever it was. But it just felt like, okay, we're going to meet the Knights. We're going to meet these guys. Like, all we I'm know surprised is... surprised by that show, yeah. man. That show was so well, surprising. Yeah, I'm su- I didn't realize, like, they brought in John Wesley Ship as new, as, like, proper Jay Garrick. Yeah. And I thought, like, The Flash did an all right job, like, a decent enough connection. But now it's just like, no. Here is True Blue, Earth 2, JSA, Jay Garrick. Uh, also brought back um, Joe McHale. He's uh, doing a good job, surprisingly. Surprisingly, uh, he, got, yeah. he got bumped I, up to a season regular, I think. Yeah, he's, season. he's a season yeah, he regular now. It's gonna be I good. loved uh, the Jay Garrick episode. Just like uh, him admonishing Luke Wilson. Yeah. I sent the clip to my old roommate. I'm like, did you guys, uh, did you know that Joe McHale auditioned to be Vince Vaughn's role in old school? <laughs> it just looks like he's just like, come on, Mitch. We got to we got through this party. We got the, the, the new uh, house. Yeah. Uh, there's a vibe. To, it's really just like Luke Wilson's like puppy dog thing. Uh, yeah, he fits, the, it fits the character star. so well. Yeah. He's a legitimate yeah. movie star along with, uh, it's Amy Smart is the mom, right? Amy Smart, mom, yeah. yeah. Like, these people are... We're in movies and they're just doing this. Big, yeah, big actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm digging Star Girl a lot. Like Star Girl right. and Superman and Lois are like my two top uh, DC yep. TV shows, right? Yes, please, I yes. mean, okay, well, no, but then again, Doom Patrol is really good too. So it's hard to say Superman that. But like, you know what Superman and Lois made me think about is the announcement of the the cartoon, the uh, Superman. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. Superman's friends or something like that. My adventure, my adventure is Superman. Something like that, and yeah. it's just like the artwork looked great. I'm excited. Like the description feels like exactly the Superman cartoon I've always wanted, where it's just yeah. Superman, Lois, and Jimmy being friends. Like that's yeah. what I yeah. need. It's it's Superman it's amazing has- that at this point, after like so many years of like gritty Superman takes or like. You know, it's Superman, but he's evil. Analogs like popping up a lot more oh, prevalently. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it feels worse, even though you know, comics-wise, they were more spread out. And just because of the fact that like Invincible came out right after the Boys came out, oh, it was God, just like, oh yeah. boy, this is just all over the place, huh? Um, it, it it is as weirdly like refreshing to be like, we can just have a show where Superman's just like a decent dude, okay. and like, <laughs> not, and that's all you need. <laughs> Too many yeah. Superman. Yeah. Too many. You should do that more. Yeah. You should lean way more into that Superman. Than, well, than and, but then you also have the fact that Superman Lois is couched on a evil Superman. Oh, like yeah. that's that's the motivation for John Henry. Uh, yeah, Iron. 
but they also go out of their way to show that he's not the evil Superman, and that Superman proper is not that. Here's here's also what I should specify, too, is I don't like it when there's just evil Superman without a good Superman analog. I'm fine with evil Superman if there is a good Superman to play off him to show, like, I'm you, Who the real one is. Um, yeah. yeah, and like that's that, like that, that's why like I'm fine with evil Superman and Superman and Lois, but it's one of those things where it's like when when like all you're seeing is like Homelander or like anything like that it's much, like yeah. yeah, it's like come on man, like just like just like save a cat kid from a tree or something like stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like li- yeah. how cool is it, really? Tyler Hoechlin? Yeah, like yeah, I was I was like I was like mm, on him throughout Supergirl. I was like okay, sure he's Superman. Literally in the first five minutes of that yes. first episode of Superman and Lois, when he Nailed when he's, when, he, when they recreate the, sh- the shot of hey, I like your your costume. Thanks, my mom made it for me. I was like, okay, and there it is. That's all. Nailed it. Yeah, that's yeah. all you have to do. In time, yeah. that is the most <laughs> Superman Superman's ever been depicted on screen. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I was I was just saying like with with the the evil Superman thing of just like it's something that's inescapable. Even when you do have the good, I mean, we're just saying. This is about like the most probably one of the most definitive takes of Superman on this show, but they still have to use that trope because it's so prevalent now nowadays that like yeah, there's this belief that like power will corrupt you mm-hmm. that right. like it's inescapable that even when they're trying to get away from it, they still use it. But Trevor, not yeah. just the um, literalized you know evil Superman from another universe, but also the symbolic my evil brother who is also superman who is you know the, yeah yeah that's something yeah, that zod and everything and zod know. jacks yeah. her you know whatever that they're gonna choose to make like evil superman uh bizarro uh hell is anyone reading suicide squad it's terrible but yeah you know, i haven't I, yeah i haven't I, I felt i felt bad because i I felt like DC was literally trying to specifically target me, where they're like, "No, no, no! <laughs> you, you, if, if you read this, look, ambush bug, ambush bug's in an issue. Well, we, we brought an ambush bug. You got to read the book." I was like, "No." DC oh, I said, I said, no. I said hell when I meant match, but oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, thank yeah. God, it's match." Like, yeah, it's I don't remembers match as a character, <laughs> Superboy's Bizarro, but like, I'm glad for that. But it was nice to see Superboy. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> here's what I don't understand about Superman and Lois. Why don't they name Jordan Connor? Why don't you? They, why isn't he just Connor? Because it's Jor El. I think Connor's so close to a clone. Like his his identity is Connor is always a clone, no matter yeah. what, whatever universe. Yeah, kind of, the clone yeah. of Superman is Connor, not yeah. the biological son. It's tied, you know, it's tied together. Yeah, for sure. I guess their relationship, or at least what it was in Young Justice. Like, I, I don't think they wanted to give Superman a son at that point in like the DC world. I think that the relationship between Connor and Clark at this point is more brotherly. But the yeah. fact that Connor and John are the same age, or at least of similar age at this point, like, I don't know why Connor isn't a supporting character in the Son of Kal-El book. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I yeah. hope I keep looking I for like, him. I, I keep hoping that he's going to pop I, up I because feel it like makes he, sense. He's, he's, he's yeah. not. They don't care about him. He, I think yeah. I think I think he could show up though because I think the problem the, the thing is like the right now these first like six or so issues are literally just John figuring out what it means for him to be Superman because like that's, yeah. right. that's literally all he's it's it's been John fucking up a bunch because of the fact that 
you know, he's like, oh, I can just do this. I, super, I could just do this. Yeah. I'm Superman. Yeah. I could just do it. And, and Kal-El, has, Kal-El has still been there to like yeah. kind of like bail him out. Yeah. yeah. So I would, yeah. I would kind of, I would kind of like to see like, you know, Kal-El, you know, Superman have like fly off, do some Justice League stuff. And like, now he's going off to, yeah, a, he's going to be gone oh, for a while. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And so, so he's, so he's gone. The authority so shit. <laughs> there's not, there, yeah. So there's not going to be, oh, I loved, I love the ending of the authority. But anyways, mm. um, but uh, like like I, I feel like it'd be cool for them to bring in Connor to act as own, not not even necessarily like a foil to John, but just like it'd be like hey, a, a mentor. Yeah, a mentor would be great. Uh, I would love to see. I would love I to see know, mentor. Could Connor, could Connor be mentor I material? Mentor. I don't know if he's mentor material yeah. yet. I just want him to be a friend. I want him to be a sounding board. I want him to yeah, be yeah exactly. someone to play devil's advocate for some of the things that he thinks that just because he's Superman, he can do anything. Yeah. Right. Which, doesn't well, necessarily yeah, work just, in the just world even world. be like a cautionary, be like, hey, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, trust yeah, me, on I this. understand, but I've tried. Connor, <laughs> Connor is Jason Todd, right? He's not going to yeah, be like not. the bad Superboy or the Superboy who fucked up. He is going to be kind of, you know, Connor did fine generally. Like, he grew up, he's okay. He's, you know, I here's what I want with Connor. I want them to uh, revisit this kid that he left in Gemworld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for> real. <laughs> yeah for it's real. not his. Not about that. Didn't we? I know it's not his <laughs> kid, but like you know, it's, yeah, it's giving Cyclops vibes. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> just leave you in this alternate dimension. You're fine. I don't know. Yeah, I, fine. I think John can't though. Like he has so much potential. He was raised by Cal, obviously Clark and Lois. Like they, I don't know if he's the one that's going to be the one being influenced i think a lot of the time he's going to be the one influencing the people around him he's now the big source of hope for the world now like he that's yeah. what what he's been given right. so I, he's, he's gonna mess up of course so did clark but like i think if we add super like connor kent superboy like i think maybe john would be the one that's going to influence him a little bit well in, in future state they had supergirl kind of being like you are fucking up we, we need yeah to there we go that's probably talk. a better way and it yeah. really felt like this tom king um supergirl of tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah. so good it's probably my best my favorite tom king series mm. of all of the tom king series i may have read ever because mm-hmm. um I just love how it's it's entirely just true grit, just a an adaptation yeah, for sure. Uh, it's so funny and it's so good. And my biggest question, I'm just gonna keep talking about Connor Kent, guys. Uh, <laughs> like the, the beginning <laughs> of it is like, do we, we, do we gotta? Two hours. Do we we have, two we're hours. gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut <laughs> Gil off. Gil and we haven't off. even we hours. haven't even talked about no Young Justice <laughs> Phantoms, no. in which he actually no. has a full well. Presence. Yeah, I mean that oh, would no. make a that would was so make bad. A segue. That I'm sorry, I that planned. footage was so terrible. The last season, the Outsiders season was bad. Was so bad. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Okay. with characters and the footage that they showed. Doesn't show like doesn't look like it's changing anything. They've released two new episodes. Yeah, have you guys seen the two new episodes? season has started. Do I have the two episodes? Do I have yeah, Can I just watch it? Maybe maybe I have a blind spot for Young, Young Justice. I don't know, but like, I love I, I love, love Young, Young Justice. Justice more than I, I I see what you mean. Even when a it's bad, new, epi- new new characters. Yeah, exactly. Yes, even when it's bad. Yeah, even yeah, when it's exactly. bad. I I don't know. I it's it, the it DC universe I've always wanted. I do love it as well. I do love it too. And season yeah. three, necessarily, in my opinion, is not it's it's bad for a lot of reasons, but <laughs> it the first two seasons are really, really good. And that does a disservice yeah. to season three. So that, right. it is it it does have the fact of like that 
especially that first season is so oh man there isn't a missed beat at all that first season it's so good like they just like the way they built the story the way they seeded the characters the way they had Mm -hmm. the payoffs emotional like that first season is just a master class in narrative serialized storytelling well they had a whole plan right you could tell especially at the end of the second season with dark side yeah this whole big plan ready to go and And then yeah and so there's a long period of nothing so of course they're probably scrambling to get everything back together and make everything make sense again so I gave it a little bit of a benefit of doubt that this is going to yeah. be like, okay, this is like, they're getting back on track for season three because this net last, these newest two episodes, like, yeah, they were good. And, Ooh, and well, and the it. fact that, uh, like Stargirl before it, Doom Patrol before it, Titans before it, th- this was originally DC Universe. Right. And so yeah. it's just like it had DC Universe money. And now we got some HBO Max money behind it, or CW money in terms of Stargirl. Like some of these, like the realities of the seasons, the first seasons they got was just like, Uh, I feel like it's Young Justice being like, Mom, Mom, can we go to HBO Max? Like you got HBO Max money? Exactly. No, you got (laughs) we got DC Universe money. (laughs) Go ahead. I was gonna say that what it helped like it's the reason DC Universe lasted as long as it did. Like for sure. <laughs> yeah. For oh, sure. for sure. Yes. Yes. Um uh keep in mind, uh, if anyone has not seen the two new episodes of this season four of Young Justice, if you wanted to know really what Martian society is like, it's ballsy. I'm just telling you, it's ballsy Crazy, that yeah. they're willing to put two episodes in on Martian social structure All right. and race relations. I love yes. that from an animation point of view because it must have been so easy for them because there's no mouth moving. There's not. There's like oh, a yeah. panel <laughs> screen for a lot of it because it's all mind link oh. episodes. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I've been saving so much but, money on that animation. But I watched. What did Gil say? I said you've piqued my interest, but I watched the uh, cold open of the first episode that they put on YouTube and just the expository dialogue was just so oh. bad. That's Every, before they go to Mars. You're oh, and then after that, everything's it. good. They just leave, yeah, and leave yeah, exposition they, behind. They do. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, it is like, it, it, it's such an exposition-heavy scene while also making me like, wait, how did last season end? Yeah. Like, to be yeah. so exposition-heavy. so forgettable. Yeah. The whole back half of that season, I was like, what? What happened? And so, yeah. yeah, I was confused as yeah. well. Yeah, with Geoforce and everything. You know, like, yeah. As long as you know Markovia and the outsiders from the comics, you'll know what happened. Like, right. yeah. them being like, we're doing Halo, but kind of better. But, uh, <laughs> kind of, but, like, you're going to go in thinking about, thinking about Terra, and then yeah. you're going to be, yeah, like, yeah. Shock, like, shocked or, like, whatever that, like, oh, nothing's happening? Okay. Cool. So I don't know. It's, it deviates from the comics, but I love the DC world building in Young Justice, like bar none. Like not even yeah. the Tim verse built the world up like that. Yeah, I'm yeah just seasons one and two, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean the whole. Uh, I don't know how much we're, we're allowed to say on this, but like, did anyone like catch everything off guard with the whole like the like uh, how am I do I say it? I don't know. There's a whole big, the whole big thing about uh, I didn't see coming with the whole. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the wedding yeah. rings. No, the well, other you ring. Know, whatever. Other ring, whatever. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. Hold on. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. 
Yeah. Wait, no, no. <laughs> you actually, actually seen it. Actually, actually seen actually it. Because I, I only saw, I only saw the the YouTube footage too. Uh, let's just say it'll have. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I saw that. L Which is really cool. Like Dimitri said, it's so much world building. Like Teen so Titans, much. the show is is such a coveted show, and it only yeah. dabbles in the realm of Teen Titans. But this is like Teen Titans meets Justice League meets Legion. Miles, like, yeah. Outsiders. Like, icon, static. Like, icon, yeah. My yeah, first like, milestone character. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an insane show. It's, it's yeah. really... Also, ballsy yeah. move between first and second season to go five years into the future and age everybody up. And not only age everybody though. up, but say that there are untold stories in the past. You know yeah, what I mean? That was like, perfect. There's a that was perfect. That was perfect. You know, yeah. they had characters that died in between yeah. that season. Yeah. Jason, Jason Todd died off screen in that universe. Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, the comics yeah, are actually I really mean, good, too. There like, we go. Have you read them? Young Justice. The Young Justice comics are really good, too. Anyways, uh, yeah. Oh, Trevor. Trevor, going back to the... Uh, the Bendis comic, right? <laughs> like, uh, like I, I also like how Bendis, as a writer in DC, is only writing his like four storylines or whatever. But like, yeah, whatever book he's on, he's still going to be like, yeah, but I'm not done with Legion of Superheroes, so let's do this Justice League Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, yeah. For that, and that's that's how he was. Uh, like, Marvel. I think I mentioned this on Comic Talk before, but like, the, there is literally between two issues of Alias and Daredevil, like the same scene from one side of the door and the other. Like, Bendis has yeah. been like that for years and yeah. years. So it's like, no, nah, I just have my stories and hope you want them in your books. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. And that's definitely what's going on on Justice League. It's definitely what's going on in Checkmate and all of that. Question. DC fandom obviously goes over like movies and TV, which I think the most mainstream public is most interested in. And then they also talk about comics and what's coming to comics uh, and like certain things. Is that jarring for you guys? No. I mean, like, do you me. feel like it fits? It. I mean, I yeah. Think, okay. I, 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 I think it, it's, it's pretty fair. Like, you know, it's, it's, they, they really want to show like, and remind everybody like, Hey, DC is all of this. Like DC right. is comics, video games, TV shows, animated features, movies, like podcasts. Like it's 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 all over. Hats. The I was yeah, hats, hats. <laughs> the guy, the guy who was making hats, and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, don't I was know, actually really cool. pleased with the uh, the comic news that came out of uh, Fandom. Uh, they did more. It was yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot, but yeah. like it was. It was like everything that everything that announced was like, oh yeah, cool, all right. Yeah, like the 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 Gene Yang Monkey Print series that we're gonna get. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. Really excited about that. Um, the new Blood Syndicate book we're getting in the milestone. Right. Yep. Love it. I can't wait for that. I oh, will stand for Blood Blood Syndicate any day. Uh, I would love to get your guys' opinions on Gene Yang because I loved his Superman versus the Clan. Oh yeah. I did not yep. love yep. Superman Batman. I thought that was so bad. Eh. The super uh, the Superman Batman book. Yeah, so I thought uh, it was so awful. I stopped reading it. There's, um, there's. I also stopped reading it. Yeah, something about yeah. That I, I have interviewed him. Oh wait, oh okay, my, my mic is off. Uh, I interviewed him for, on my podcast one time, and he's wonderful. Like there, like I oh, think yeah. there's something about when he is telling a singular story, like Superman versus the Clan, mm-hmm. um, that just for whatever reason his stuff isn't translating into monthly. Like he really hasn't had a monthly series that's like popped. 
that's like really gotten his name up. What's getting Isn't his name up right? is the uh, the Shang Chi. Yeah, he's he's really Shang Chi. Right he's really Shang Chi. Really enjoying that. Are you with the mini series and the ongoing? I'm I'm actually yeah. really enjoying everything Shang Chi right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, then yeah, there we go. The the, it took him, but like, how long has he been? He's been writing books uh, monthlies for a couple years now, since at least mm-hmm. Keenan Kong, uh, all new Superman. So. I like, I feel like the movie. The movie probably helped his his popularity on his Shang Chi book too, because yeah, that's why. No, of course, any context of that character. So yeah, that probably helped. I think it was why they gave him a shot to like yeah, read for the sure. character because you know before that Shang Chi was always like in like sort of Confucius style quotes and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like just living that stereotype, and they really let Gene like. Let's modernize this character. Let's make this character yeah, give him yeah, give him an actual story. Uh speaking about speaking about like like quotes and whatnot, Marvelous Johnny in the comments uh brought up that he loves that they use this to show Superman's new mission statement. Mm-hmm. What was the new mission statement? It changed. Yeah, uh, yeah. What is it now? Truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Love it. There we go. There we go. I've heard, I've seen a, a bit on Twitter. And I, just, okay. I think it's the weirdest thing. That... I, think, I think here's the thing. I think, I think oh, people are weird. losing their minds over it. Yeah, it's like weird it's, to me. it's 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 also like it, it like it, it's a it's a fun thing to like point out a lot of like interesting comics history, like how the American Way wasn't tacked on until I think the radio serial. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which which you know like and then it then it dropped off. I think by the seventy eight movie, I think they stopped using Truth Justice mm-hmm. in the American Way. And then it hasn't really been truth justice the American way for a while, like outside of right. like one like Alan Moore, like what's so funny about truth justice the American way, like really kind of hasn't been in use. That is um, a right. Joe Kelly story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Alan Moore is whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Man of tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry. I I, I, um, I, I always think of. Well, I, I hear. I, I get them mixed up too. Inflate the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, I do love that story. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my favorites. And I'm really um, happy that we have Manchester Black back. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I know that, like, I know that we're not getting any more, just, justly so, I know that we're not getting any more Superman the Authority, but, like, man, am I sad that we're not getting any more, like, yeah. Morrison Authority. <laughs> it would break everything. It would, it would break everything else because it's yeah. good. It's so good. Then everything else would have this sort of good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a perfect... It's it's yeah. a perfect slice of cake you have at a hole in the wall restaurant yeah. where you're like drunk at like one in the morning yeah. and you can never remember the name of it or where yeah. or like how to get there ever again, but you at least have the like the good, the one perfect memory. Yeah. And you and you never have to worry yeah. about like having Just lesser a, cake than that. Just yeah. that's yeah. perfect. That should have been the tagline for the book. Yeah, we were chatting about Morrison before we got yeah. on and we we're talking yeah. about like you know, uh, Batman R.I.P. and some stuff. And I was saying, like, you know, uh, I haven't had a really great experience with Morrison since, like, New X-Men, but I will say Superman and the Authority really, really was uh, was great. And uh, if this is the way they end their DC tenure, which it kind of seems like they're kind of retiring from mainstream comics, yeah, I think that's the way to it, do it. It feels, it feels like the, the a, it feels like, A, a high note to go out on, and also the most Morrisonian way to go out is, oh, is yeah. by 100% like deconstructing Superman to a literal idea. It's like, I've done yeah. it. I have done it. And like, and like I was, I've seen people pointing out like, this is, if, if you want to like pull back and go like a little meta with it, this is also like the third part of his Superman trilogy 
with All Star Superman All-Star. action comics and now this. If if you sure. consider that that is all the same Superman evolving throughout throughout these stories. Also, uh, Superman One Million is yeah. uh, JLA One Million is also part of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of Final Crisis, like Ben is or Ben is uh, Morrison. They have been writing Superman for a long, long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, they really have like, but if you're gonna deconstruct superheroes, go to the source. Go right yeah, to he's it. The, he's the one to do yeah. it for sure. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are definitely the expert in like, <laughs> hey, we need somebody to really address the metaphor that superheroes play in our society, while also uh, honoring a lot of like obscure Silver Age references. He's like, hell yeah, I'll do it for free. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be real weird. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, do buckle it for up, free. Yeah. It's not always work. You know, the Green Lantern, both volumes of the Green Lantern were terrible. And I don't know if that's, for me, it was just a matter of like, this Liam Sharp art is not doing it for me. Like, I couldn't tell what was going on. But, you know, even before that Final Crisis didn't work for me. I couldn't... Uh, yeah. Final Crisis didn't work for me yeah. either. Um, yeah, for me, Superman and the Authority is the best Morrison I've read since since X Men. Old school yeah. Morrison. Morrison, uh, Morrison wrote The Flash, and The Flash has a new movie coming out. That's my hard but not hard segue. Uh, 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 you really didn't luck. even need Good to luck. do that segue. Good you luck, could have just said, "I love no. that. That was great." Uh, uh, <laughs> the Flash. We got Ezra Miller again as the Flash. Obviously, uh, this this movie has been in in whatever for so long. I don't know what's going on with it, other than we got a couple shots. We got a yeah. couple shots. Starring uh, Ezra Miller's choke chain. <laughs> yeah, someone I, in the comments. What was he like, wearing? Well, they got I don't John know, Lennon but... to host it. Ezra Miller. Go see me, anyways. Like, Ezra weird, Miller. What's he made no I'm... sense hosting it, by the way. Like, the, what he was saying made, He like, didn't sell it. He didn't sell it. He was he like, we're not done. No. Yeah. Uh, it, it, if anything, he made me more apprehensive yeah. about the Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, yes, exactly. I, I like, yeah. paused out and wait. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not yeah. The weird thing about this movie is that I'm such a big Michael Keaton Batman fan that I'm excited about this Flash movie, which yeah. that, that shouldn't be the case. I should be excited yeah, about a Flash movie. But that that's just still where I'm at. Even after watching that weirdly confusing teaser that we got, I, I'm still such a Michael Keaton fan that hearing his voice and seeing the back of his head, I was just like, yeah, yeah. And, I'll be and there. like, I'm, Ezra I'm Miller was that, confused it's, it's, too. Oh, he was. Yeah, right? he didn't know what was going on. No, he was so high. He was so high. He wasn't there. He was so high. Like, for, but for me, like again, like this whole the whole like every bit of new information about this movie has has me on like oh, i don't know about this one guys because like <laughs> yeah. again like the, the with like i'm look i i love a jam-packed superhero movie but you got to be Damn. careful because if it's a team movie and you have six superheroes in it great you did your job if yeah. it's the flash while also featuring two different batman uh a, a supergirl like and it, two it, it, Ezra Millers. Multiple flashes. Yeah. Multiple flashes. Two Ezra Millers. And, and, yeah. and Gra- I think Grant Gustin's supposed to show up as well. They're yeah, supposed to have, like, his very show up. Yeah. They should. They should. They, should. they owe him. Yeah. Yeah, good for, for, yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. Grant, Moore, or Grant Gustin deserves to be in the Flash movie. Nobody more else than deserves Ezra Miller. Yeah, yeah, more than Ezra Miller. More than Ezra Miller. We get two Ezra Millers. Why do we... 
Wait, you guys noticed this, right? Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a yeah. fever yeah. dream. It was. Yo, no, the question is, he's wearing, a, he's wearing a custom Flash Batman. Yeah, yeah it's the Batman well. yeah. suit. Is, is yeah. one of them Eobard Thawne is, I think, the question. <laughs> now, or I, is one of them Jay Garrick? I, I am curious if everyone else's thoughts on this too, watching that. Now move on past Ezra Miller, I guess. Like just the Flash movie alone, like I was under the impression that Michael Keaton, as excited as I was, am I am for him to be in it, I was kind of under the uh, impression that he was going to be like a cameo thing. Like, oh, hey, yeah, Ooh. passing through this universe. Right. It seems like he's more important than he's just there. He he's just on to. the team. He's, yeah. like the, like, the main, he's like one of the main dudes, it seems is he like. Gonna, right. do, you, do you think he's going to take this Batman further do you think he's gonna be back no honest More. honest to god i, I would not be surprised if we saw him die in this movie i would not oh, yeah be sure yeah. sure this, if we justin but yeah this is my dream situation yeah. would be that he he they show a future shot of him at the end of this movie and they tease batman beyond whether that never gets made i'm okay with it if it never gets made i just would like the That's Michael what I was hoping for, right there. Tease of Batman right. Beyond, like just never make it, but just Starring give me that tease. Ezra Miller. Oh God, I'm no. <laughs> Ezra Miller and Terry McKinnon. Man, my money back. Um, <laughs> but he that like that. Uh, thing generally about about this idea of this Flash movie because it is Flashpoint, right? Like it's theoretically it's God, right. Well, that's it's Flashpoint, but it's also kind of like what if, like yeah. multiversal team up, right? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what Flashpoint kind of was, right? I yeah. think my well, problem with a lot of superhero movies in the universes right now is that they love to go to the end before they've done the beginning, mm-hmm. right? DC's like, uh, problem, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and for sure with uh, Batman, put in the work. Man, right, and Justice League, like, they had to do the death of Superman before we even established Superman as a the, like you got Superman. the death of Superman before he even got to be Superman, and same thing with Logan. The same thing with with all the X Men stuff, right? Um, and I think that this is the same kind of obsession they have with like the big, the most famous or successful trade paperback we've ever had for the Flash was Flashpoint. So it has to be a Flashpoint movie. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be Crisis or the death of Barry Allen or or Wally West becoming the Flash or the return of Barry Allen or any of those like iconic stories. It's going to be Flashpoint because that's the highest seller and it's also kind of their way of fixing whatever the yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, the other big piece of the puzzle, and we see this in how Black Adams cast is coming together and how a lot of other projects come together over the years. It's a Jeff Johns. Yeah. Yeah. That is is the other thing is Jeff Johns stuff is being Jeff Johns introduced Eobard Thon killed Barry Allen's mom. Like that is his and that is Mm -hmm. now across the board. That's like what it is. That's common flat. Yeah, that's common flat. And that's classic comic book schlock, right? Where it's like Joker kills Michael Keaton's parents, right? Like, like every villain is linked to the origin of the hero. And I think that. Flash was never motivated by the death of his mom. No, no, no. Yeah. But now it is. No. But that's yeah. like a that's Definitely a like now, bringing yeah. in like this old schlocky idea. But I think that also the problem is is that like like these executives or whoever's greenlighting it is looking for the most iconic storylines. But what we don't real what they don't realize is that the most iconic storylines of every superhero are predicated on the fact that there wasn't there was like build up to it. There was a yeah. history. Well, the that, iconic well, is this, never this, the origin. The death it's, of Gwen well, it's Stacy, the mistake, it's not the, the mis- first time Spider-Man Spider-Man. 
Yeah, it's the mistake of uh, like someone saying to a new comic book reader, "Oh, you should read Watchmen. It's the most important." Right. Read no, you need to. Yeah, I'm I'm reading a re- a really good book right now called All the Marvels by a comic journalist named Douglas Wall. Uh, so he he Ooh, he sat down and he decided to read every Marvel comic, mm-hmm. starting with Fantastic Four number one oh, and I heard ending about on Marvel's book. Legacy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he and so the the whole second section of that is uh, advice on where to start with Marvel comics, and he has a whole thing about it. it's like don't don't a don't do what I did, don't start at the beginning because <laughs> you'll just <laughs> burn yourself terrible. out and end up hating terrible. everything. It's not the way to do it. Um, he's he's like, but also like when you, when you ask people when you're like, well, well, you know, do you recommend like the best or the most important stories? And like, it's like the problem is like a those are subjective terms, but also 100%, like b yeah. they're all predicated on like a turning point for a character, like a, a, an important an important plot moment that you know changes their life or a, a major character dies and a new character has to step in, and those moments don't have the same impact for a new reader because they yeah. don't understand. That you know, oh, when you know, like, when, when this happens, like, oh, it's 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 a big deal. It's like they don't have, they don't okay, they, they haven't yeah. read all the other comics to understand like why it's a big deal. This is happening, mm-hmm. um, and like that's kind of what I feel like. Why like also like why they kind of had to do Flashpoint if they were going to do a Flash movie because it's like it's way too soon to do the death of Barry Allen, um, oh, yeah. yeah, or you know, it hasn't stopped them yet. Yeah, well, fair, um, <laughs> and it's also their easiest way to like. So we got a new love for the Snyderverse. It's also a way to like smash it all together, break it and sort yeah. of like see what's left afterwards. It's it's honestly like their reality breaking moment if you don't and, do infinite crisis, which would be bad. To be to be honest and I, and I don't say this with like any sort of like value judgment or anything, but the Flash TV show is a much better distillation of the yeah. Flash as a character just because yeah. he is like his stakes for being someone who can run at super speed, his stakes is a little bit more TV level and he doesn't have sure. too many big bombastic movie level stories in w- which he's not like a second banana or a supporting character. Like Flashpoint is kind of also just it. Mm-hmm. I, or the craziness of like the return of Barry Allen with like Mark Wade stuff. Like also, just a lot of the good stuff is under Mark Wade under Wally West. True. Yeah. 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 That's true. Look, Wally, um, Wally West is a way better Flash than Barry Allen. I'm sorry. Like, Wally West is a way better Flash. We're all the Wally West. It's all the yeah. That's, that's, what what say, is, that's Wally West. the Flash that I was 100. Kyle yeah. Rayner, Wally West. You know, kind of exactly. Thing. Yeah, S- same as Miles needs the Barry Allen aspect of it to succeed. You right. can't just yeah. jump, really jump into Wally West without losing yeah. something. Yeah, I, I agree. Trevor, I think you're going to a really basic existential question about, like, comic adaptations, because the truth is, no matter what, a TV show is going to be a better representation of what these comics have been. They're surrealized. Right. Yeah. They have the, what, you know, what obviously Stan and Jack called the uh, the illusion of change. Um, you know, it's about like, let's go through something and reaffirm who we are every single time. That's why, uh, you know, the, I just think serial, the, you know, all of the stuff in the, in the 80s between Marv Wolfman and Chris Claremont, whatever, like they were taking soap opera storytelling and adapting it to a print medium. And that made yeah. so much more sense. Yes. Uh, you know, you can't just show the most iconic moments of these characters' lives. 
You know, because at some point I want a Batman movie that's just him investigating a thing. And you can't do that in a movie because every Batman movie has to be the biggest thing that's ever happened to Batman. Yeah, his life uh, is on the line at some point. That's a, that's a good way of uh, talking about the Batman. Speaking uh, of. Gil, yes. That, that was a good trailer. Uh, uh, <laughs> we, got a, we got a second trailer for it. We got to see some more things. We got to see the Riddler and Catwoman and Penguin. Uh, Penguin. Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> And oh, the penguin and Zoe Kravitz, and then like <laughs> and Zoe a little Kravitz. bit of like Zoe Kravitz, you yeah. know. Uh, but we also see Pattinson like beating down some people. We see a lot of lot of stuff. Um, um, personally, I'm going to open it up to you guys to talk about it. But personally, I think like it looks very Nolan, but also more gritty it's hard to get away from like that. some time. But also like. I'm kind of tired of solo Batman, and that's just me. I'm yeah. ready solo for a Bat family. Like, need for, I'm okay. ready yep. for a. I'm that's ready for a Bat I'm... family. I'm ready for a Batman not at old age like Ben Affleck, but like Batman in the midst of his adventures with a really... family that he cares about. But that's all. I'm, I'm I really wonder guys why. Guys want to talk about. I really wonder why they are so against doing just like diving deep on Bat Family. Honestly, I I think the big reason is because like. And I, I, you know what? I'll blame Nolan. Uh, it's because yeah. they're worried. I think they're worried about it being too, too like comic booky, like that. That would strain the credulity of the of, of the oh, comic audience so much so for much. them to be like, yeah, exactly. And that that's always the thing is like Robin always makes Batman better. Um, oh, yeah. But like that's yep. like to to your point, Dimitri, about like being done with solo Batman movies. I think that's why I'm so excited that they're introducing Catwoman. Like uh-huh. off the jump, as somebody who is working with Batman and not like mm-hmm. necessarily a member of his rogues gallery, because I feel uh-huh. I, I like that, that she's introduced like from the go. She's there with him, and like they're clearly on the same like working towards the same ends, even if they're uh-huh. using different methods to do it. Um, and well, like, and like I said, I, honestly, in a, in a weird way, and you know, it'll obviously depend on when we actually see the full movie. But so far, I feel like this this Batman is the most ripe. To give him like an organic Robin, to I not hope so, just yeah. to not yeah. just simply like give him Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson shows up in the comics, like to actually yeah. like give him somebody, even if it's not Dick, even if it's even if it's like I don't think I feel like Jason wouldn't work as as Pattinson's. I want yeah, someone like to Tim. reel him in. You need someone to reel him in, and Jason would probably yeah, yeah. yeah. the other way. Go. Well, that's why whenever they introduce Dick in a lot of these like adaptations, it's really Dick plus Tim, right? Like, yeah. like Dick was never tech heavy. Like mm-hmm. Tim has always been tech heavy, strategic. He's doing that stuff, and that's and why, like, Tim, Tim but I mean, to, to be Robert. fair, to be fair, the, the tech heavy aspect of it, like, we get Tim in the you know, it, you know, going forward with like advancement of technology and stuff like that when dick grayson was involved like that yeah. wasn't a thing like so no. he had, like, <laughs> decades where that wasn't a thing and i guess so, acrobatics was a thing in the general yeah. going to show like, for yeah, dick grayson totally yeah i mean it was, it was impressive back then like, yeah. that was the impressive yeah. part yeah. like that's I mean, why cut the the superheroes look the way they do because of circus performers right so. right right <laughs> so like right. but yes. like young justice's dick grayson was tech heavy Right, um, they combined. Not a very Tim Drake. Yeah, they definitely um, combined it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think we also got Tim also in that show too. And so I, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I, mean, it's like, I think you really keyed in on it with what you said, Dimitri. That like you want to see the adventures of Batman, and I think that's something we've rarely, rarely seen in a Batman yeah. movie. We want to see Batman as an adventurer, something that really draws 
not just from like again dark knight returns and long halloween like we got that in dark knight we've had it yeah but let's go back to some denny o'neill let's go back to some real like fun world hopping batman that is like having a good time like he's he's motivated by the death of his parents but at some point like He's fucking out there having a good time. He's out there. He's, well, and he's and, also he's also a hardcore family man. Even right. though he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's searching his character for is a family yeah. man. And see, it's this just, is yeah. why I'm so excited about this particular Batman is because like this Batman does not feel like the standard like you know f- fish wrapped in leather Leave that is alone. typically yeah. like, well, like, he's, like you've seen. He's he's somebody yeah. who is he is still holding on to that rage and that anger that has driven him. And oh, yeah. this is the perfect like jumping off point for him to start to let go of some of that anger and to start like figuring out what it means for him to be Batman and like what it means to protect the city that isn't just beating the shit out of dudes in a near constant basis. <laughs> well, here, look and just like, like the trailer alone. With <laughs> yeah, look, look look at the trailer alone for that. He's got to be confronted with all that. Like when he's shocking the dude right he's a little too long and then he realizes it or catwoman like yeah. watching him beat up this guy and her shocked face right and then mm-hmm. alfred of course like saying you're gonna destroy and, yourself so this is and that, about him confronting his own anger and all that, that stuff so yeah that i completely also, agree that also seems like uh kind of what riddler's plan is or at least the motivation rooted in his plan is this like exposure of who mm-hmm. the batman is what he is doing uh like is he saving gotham's ills or just reinforcing them but this is like like by like a decade like the youngest right Mm -hmm. yeah this is the first time a batman has ever been younger than me which is weird (laughs) this is a batman in his 20s which we've never seen depicted live action yeah it's like year two supposed to be year two yeah that's what they've been saying year two batman but i think i also think kind of um what just was saying too is like this feels like what Snyder half-assed in, in Man of Steel of like, well, he has to earn that he doesn't want to kill people. This yeah. does feel like he, this is the Batman that, ter- this is him at the turning point of vengeance to justice. That's kind yeah. of what it feels like. Cause again, like the iconic line of who are you? I'm vengeance. It's like after he's beaten the holy hell out of that one guy. Yeah, that guy's dead, probably. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> Batman <laughs> dead. He's Batman did you guys dead. hear the Batmobile in the background? Was that, that the was, Batmobile? That was my neighborhood. Oh, is that <laughs> our segue into the yeah. Batmobile cartoon? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, I think it would be perfect, I mean, though. I think, it would be, I think it would be perfect if it ended with the death of the Flying Graysons. I think it would be perfect if a, like, Ooh, somber moment yeah. that was there. Yeah. Like, maybe Catwoman I think, dies. I, think, I have a strong I, I think, suspicion that she might die, but, like, She's He's she's there. getting her own series, right? Not tell, not tell, Hel- not tell Helena Wayne could be bored. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I, I, I hope just, it ends with the death of the Flying Graysons, and then he's taking in Young Dick yeah, Grayson. I, I mean, I, that would I be. I would love, I would love for it to be like basically Riddler goading him to base to like full on kill him, and to like have that moment mm-hmm. where he does have to stop himself and be like, no, like I have to draw a line somewhere, otherwise I'm no better than the or people I'm to stop. I have to yeah. have better methods. And like we're yeah. through working with Catwoman, and also like I'm I'm hoping we get to see more like shots of him just absolutely alone in this huge mansion of his, just being like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, why am I isolating myself this way? This is depressing. Yes. Yeah, this is a de- yeah. depressing situation. This, this feels like a Batman who hasn't killed, but not by any sort of code. 
Mm-hmm. He just hasn't yeah. felt compelled or yeah. been confronted had, with yeah, he's just an evil that big yet. enough that he's just like, well, yeah, I got to yeah. make that yeah. choice. Did you guys watch Beware the Batman? Yeah, some first, of it. The guy version of it. I finally binged it, and I actually thought it was really good. I was kind of surprised yeah, it by it. Um, and, you know, it was also sort of the adoption of the Bat family, but it wasn't anyone we recognized. It was, you know, it was Alfred. It was sort of the beefy Alfred, but it was also Katana. And yeah. then by the end of it, it was starting to build the Outsiders. So mm-hmm. um, Metamorpho comes in by the end, and they kind of they kind of hint at, like, Geoforce a little bit, and mm-hmm. I think even uh, Black Lightning. So I don't know. And th- like, th- a little bit of the Batman is reminding me of that. And I'm really excited about this new Caped Crusader show, too, because... Yeah, it's more Batman animated series than Batman Batman animated series. Like, (laughs) right? That's That's stuff they couldn't do. Stuff they couldn't do. Right? I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Um. Let's talk about uh the uh there's there's two video games. There's two (laughs) video games. Okay, there's a, for anyone who doesn't know, there's going to be an Talk animated Batmobile bat vehicle show for kids. It's like I mean, a preschool what, show. Once, Whatever. What what is good about that show is that they are using uh, Batgirl and Robin, but it's Duke Thomas, Duke Thomas and yeah. Cassandra Kane mm-hmm. as yeah. those characters. So I think that's cool because it's like the first time you actually see yeah. in a big well, medium. Is Duke, is Duke Thomas playing uh, Robin or is he Signal? Robin. Which would be Robin. a perfect name for a car. If he was car signal. Yeah, signal. Yeah. yeah. Could be Signal. Maybe that his car. Maybe yeah. his car will be Signal. But maybe changing. his car is yeah. Signal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool to see those characters like yeah. getting a, a main media push. I I gotta be honest. From this one DC fandom, I think that DC's doing like DC may be trying. Actually, which is nice uh, as far as representation is concerned with this whole DC fandom, Uh, realizing that there's international appeal to it, realizing that there isn't it isn't just Americans in the world. Right. We have like these international, you know, we have what? We got Monkey Prince. Uh, you know, this this yeah. week they did all the announcements about, you know, uh, bisexual John Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah which is lovely, but, like, every joke anyone has made about it has been the most lazy. Oh, yeah. So bad. Guys, don't make a joke about it. Just appreciate that it exists. The only joke that I have actually (laughs) chuckled at was somebody pointing out that this furthers the Bendis effect, where this is now the fourth character that Bendis has written for and then left the book for, who has then come out as bisexual. Uh, oh, who? Who are the other? It, it, happened, it, happened, with, it happened with Kitty Pride. It happened with Star Lord. It happened with Tim Drake, and it happened with John Kent. Oh wow! And now, oh, the, now, now huh. he's. I mean, but did Ben just write Tim Drake? Oh, I guess in Young Justice. Young Justice. Yeah. But, you know, Kitty Pride is bisexual. Yeah, the one the one wrinkle on that is that Claremont always intended for her to be bi, but just you know couldn't. Sure. I mean, yeah. you know, Ben has got to explicitly make uh, Iceman uh, gay. You know. Yeah. We have yeah. two breaks on two different universes. That's right. <laughs> who could could potentially date across universes. You never know. <laughs> you don't have to change uh, the last name. Um, yeah. well, but that's also like that's Judd Winnick too. That's uh he's the new Judd Winnick because for a long time um Winnick was introducing gay uh or uh queer characters like he's uh Mia Deirdrin uh and her uh HIV diagnosis. Oh yeah, um, yeah, right. Yeah, Grace Winnick Choi. Was, yeah. 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 Toy yeah. in uh, Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I love by the way, Outsiders is untapped potential for movies. 
Like, have an actual, yeah. like, outsider spin off of Justice League when Batman leaves the Justice League? Yeah. Like, it'd be such a good, like, spin-off. Or even spin off of, like, the Batman. Like, if you, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. you're really milking this yeah. thing. Yeah, like yeah. that's perfect to me. That, that would be great right. to kind of see to see, yeah, see the outsiders kind of pop up as like almost like a like their own yeah they're but they kind of they are like their own vigilante group. Yeah, and right. Batman has to step in and be like, "You kids are going to die out yeah. here unless I have to be the adult, and I yeah. hate this, but I'm gonna do it." Or accidentally uh, kill somebody because you have electricity yeah. power. Yeah. I <laughs> hope he doesn't talk down to Black Lightning. And that's Katana. what I'm about to say. I think if you what what should like, be an adult, yeah, they should be. Yeah. Yeah, but Metamorpho for sure. <laughs> no, um, Metamorpho needs to get his shit together. Did you, you, know? you read uh, Metamorpho? Did you end up? Did you finish reading the other history of the DC universe? I I didn't. Because Grace no. Choi makes a really great appearance in the Thunder okay. uh, issue of it, and that was, so that was probably one of the better issues of all of them. I think the Black Lightning issue was good, and I think the Thunder issue was really good. Um, and Grace Choi has a nice meaty part. Okay. Um. Something that I was trying to bring up with the Bat Family is the Gotham Knights video game. Because mm. uh, they announced two video games, right? I mean, not announced, but they showed us yeah, more. We got, we got the showcase the same from last year. Yeah, It's the same, well, but yeah, that's the thing. Well, this is like, right? this is what you were saying earlier. Like, this DC fandom seems like an add-on to last year's DC fandom right. rather than right. its right. own <laughs> thing. It's just updates, like everything we announced last year. These are, yeah, updates. So like we didn't get any gameplay, we didn't get any. We just got a, like story right. trailers for it, which I mean, that's cool. story We got the Court of Owls thing. We learned about the I'm Court ex- of Owls. Yeah, I'm excited about and both. And of honestly, the Suicide Squad trailer, the story was actually pretty great. Like I'm actually, it was. It, it yeah. does have me actually hyped for that game. I'm just I'm, I, I'm what I'm bet they're gonna establish this in game, but I didn't get definitively if it's their universe in the future, alternate Earth, and they got sent to it. It seems well, alternate Earth is my guess. Yeah, they said it was set in Arkham. Is, yeah, it's that. That's it's Arkham, not. Arkham. It's not. Uh, oh yeah, you're Suicide right. Suicide Squad is, is in Arkham. Gotham yeah, is yeah. supposedly not in Arkham. That's no, right. but I. But I'm. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that because Rocksteady's Rocksteady made kill the Justice League. I'm mm-hmm. just like in terms of the reality of this world. I'm, is I'm that you, there's, yeah. is it seems that like it's a mind control thing. It has to be something like that. It's but Brainiac, I, right? But yeah. I think they're going to kill some of the Justice League. And so if they don't kill them, yeah, it's either that, they don't I, I am kill wondering. anyone or it's some sort of like and, mind well, control or it, future world. Like, and and like the, it's only you can only catch it in like brief glimpses in the trailer is it looks like for whatever reason, whether it's magic or she's just a stronger person than any other member of the Justice League, Wonder Woman seems to be the one person who isn't affected by Brainiac's mind control. I appreciate and so that. So is the there that really? Yeah, how, well, because there's the, like there's the the bit where there's the giant the monster they first see with like the arm cannon who gets like yeah. stabbed through and sliced. Is and he stabbed through with a javelin? No, it's, it's her that, sword. It was a, it was I think like it's her sword. Oh, then, it's a sword. Because I thought they were on, actually hinting at javelin being in it. But no, okay, that'd be mind. great. Um, no, but um, it's later, later on in the trailer again, real brief, like. In between clips, you see right. Wonder Woman fighting Superman. Right. Um, we also yeah, see so. Boomerang run away yeah. and get and get lassoed in his legs and brought back. Well, that's also it, yeah. it. Really tracks with Diana as a character. That like you know every time we've seen mind control kind of around uh, Wonder Woman, it's the holding on to the lasso of truth that kind of immunizes her from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So things like Max Lord or uh, or or Doctor Psycho. 
Archer Sykes, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, any of those characters, uh, you know, uh, Wonder Woman has a lot of mind control characters around her, which yeah. is weird. But uh, yeah, but she always gets through yeah. it by having that lasso of truth. So it makes sense if like Brainiac comes down and somehow gains control of the league that having that lasso uh, helps her kind of immunize from that. Other than Tower yeah. of Babel, that's the only time I can think of where she was mind controlled like that and well, she didn't that, break. No, there's a, uh, there's, but there's also uh, Greg Rucka, J.G. Jones, uh, Wonder Woman, the high uh, Tekka. Where oh, yeah. she's forced it, she's forced into servitude because someone uses uh, an ancient Greek um, mind control, though. But it's it's but she is like it's either oh, honor man. bound or mystical. I forget which one it is. Oh, it's, it's honor bound. She's it's she's like honor bound. Person invoked the Hikatea, and so I am going to um, honor it, and then. Yeah. The end kind of learns that this person was uh, abusing that, but yeah. Mm. But I was going to your end, uh, Gil. I think, that, or why she has a lot of mind control is just like the foundation of Wonder Woman's character is about like bondage, uh, yeah, bondage, uh, dominations, yeah. Uh, power levels, things like that. Like it just kind of comes with the I really enjoyed that Mariko Tamaki run where they had uh, it was just like last year. <laughs> They had uh, uh, Max Lord's daughter come yes. back. Liar, you know. liar. Um, yeah, liar, liar. And you kind of realized you were that she had been in mind control for like a certain amount of time. That she like yeah. the, the suggestions were so slight that she yeah. winds up in this mind control world completely, like not realizing it. It was really a uh, really good. I did not read that. Whose run is that? Uh, Tamaki. Tamaki. Uh, she's on, running on a Wonder great Woman? detective run. Okay. She right now. I like yeah. her detective run right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do a lot of good stuff up. as of late. Um, Gotham Knights, though. Very uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm tired of the Court of Owls, but it'll be fun to play. But like, I don't like the Court of Owls. <laughs> I like the Court of Owls original last. story so much that it's good to actually like play it in a game. Like, I, yeah. I think it's good to get hands on with it. it I think it, I think it's I think it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm also just excited about like the like four different play styles that they're yeah. promising with the yeah. diff- between the the three Robins and Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's just a level of it's very hard to break in a new Batman villain into the. Yeah. mythos of all batman yeah. villains so them sticking yeah, around so, so much that's, that's, that's a new that's that's good yeah. like that was what about sinsu <laughs> you guys remember rise of sinsu i remember rise of sinsu i don't think the one him. thing bruce tim really wants everyone to forget <laughs> <laughs> but to, to your point dimitri i think the court of owls is something that kind of is the best foil to the bat family yeah. As opposed to like, you know, like creating like some sort of rogues gallery, sinister six type thing to like yeah. be a one for one. Like the Court of Owls is a good sort of like two families battling for the soul of Gotham. So I think they're the why they are so prevalent, especially in a multiplayer like team thing is because like, well, that's probably the best found, uh, sort of foil for those characters. Yeah. Also, yeah. Faceless, yeah. faceless hordes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've got we've gotten good for enemy design. We've gotten and so also, many, we've gotten so many like, so many Batman games where it's Batman going level by level against his rogues gallery. So it's finally like you know, like Trevor said, it's good to have an actual force going against a Bat family force. Mm. And I also, yeah. I, I, I kind of like this this yeah. notion of the Court of Owls being introduced in a Gotham after Bruce Wayne has died. 
And so it's it's a thing where like the Bat family kind of has to possibly figure out like how much of this was Batman aware of that he was trying to combat before he died or like did he not know about it and now we have it's up to us to try to figure it out that something that Batman couldn't crack. But the twist is going to do the great song stuff too. Well, I was going to say, I think he just cracked the twist is like Batman realized what it is, so he faked his death so he could oh, get in the Court of Owls. 100% is what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah he's that's 100% what... in the Court of Owls, yeah. I'm sorry, audience, if we've spoiled it. Yeah, he's <laughs> 100%. He's, we all know where this is going, I'm sorry. He's going to be revealed as talent. to be able to download the deal. Yeah, he's going to be the, uh, yeah, he's gonna be the talent in that game for the, sure. The comic book accurate uh, Robin, that's all I need in my life is the... Uh, yeah. You don't like I, shaved I, head? Robin, oh, you mean Rick, Robin. the video game Rick Grayson? No, uh, <laughs> well, it's just that like the yeah. costume is very Damian Wayne, and mm-hmm. it is. We talked about this last year of like you know, I was very much lamenting the like, oh man, they just keep shoving Tim Drake out of this family, like that's just what they right. Keep- they keep marginalizing him as a character, and the fact that like th- that it is Tim Drake just. It really just warmed my heart, and I just I want him to be in an accurate costume. I want them to be all together. You know, yeah. uh, Tim and Dick are my well, favorite uh, favorite relationship. Well, once, I, once I saw that the Red Robin suit was an alternate suit, I was like, hey, I'm in. I'm one hundred percent in. Mm, yeah, my money. Mm. Well, uh, Tim Tim Drake's he he. As long as Robin is now in pants, Tim Drake's <laughs> legacy will not be forgotten because <laughs> he was the first Robin to get him in pants. There you go. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. what he's going to be remembered for. Yeah, so yeah, that's but I mean, his influence will never die as long as Robin is in pants. I don't know where pants. <laughs> right. Also, sleeves. Wasn't there like a like that that like Tim Drake brought the sleeves in, right? Or, yeah, the complete what did, Robin. What did yeah, full. Well, um, yeah, yeah. That was his. His uh, one year later, he went full full body. The full the full red costume. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that came from the Kingdom Come, the Red Robin costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that Dick was wearing the uh, the Doctor Midnight costume. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where that like first came from. But you know, I I don't mind Tim in short sleeves as long as he's got pants. That's the main. Well, thing. Yeah, 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 that's important. No, no elf shoes. No, <laughs> that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> we're pa- yeah, we're past that. Uh, past yeah. that point. I don't think anyone wants to see Robin in undies anymore. It's like, weird. unless it's a flashback, because you can't, like, deny that, I guess. Yeah, I, Dick Grayson like, definitely did it. Def- Dick yeah. Grayson, that's yes. the reason why he quit being Robin, for sure. <laughs> that's that's, that. that's it's a good hilarious. ongoing joke, though. It's a like, joke that never gets old. Dude, I'm 16, man. I, I gotta get out of this underwear. <laughs> right. Also, like, does he does he have to wax or shave himself? Like he has a routine. Like, does he yeah, have to shave his? his we've legs seen every his. Time? We've seen his kung fu laundry routine. He has to have that's a similar. Batman <laughs> and Robin. Similar wow. hygiene. Wow. That's a great. That's Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, always good. That's great. That's a great. Call, now yeah, that Tim Drake has officially come out, I think it would be a funny scene in an issue to be like, maybe I do need to have my own costume that's separate from everyone else and come out in the shorts. But the long sleeve. That's the long sleeve. He's got the long sleeve, but the shorts. Just for a scene, just for like (laughs) Cassie Sandsmark or you know, or Bart Allen to be like, that's hilarious. That's really funny, you know, or something. (laughs) I I, I love. There's there's few things I enjoy more in a superhero comic than a good costume fashion show. So, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Um, with uh uh uh. This is just a hard segue. Peacemaker. 
TV show coming oh, yeah, out. You yeah. talk no, about being doc, running around in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, there that's we go. Bad, okay. That's a good you one. You knew what you were doing. Yeah. Are we, I don't want to see them in tidy whities again. I cannot, I cannot multiple wait, times. Like, I, I, I so much in this trailer because like from, from the jump when they were like, oh yeah, Peacemaker is going to be in Suicide Squad. And I was like, wait, Peacemaker, Peacemaker is going to be in yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's like, totally. it's already, it's already an insane enough thing. The characters have this goddamn mind and mm-hmm. like right. watching it, I was like, oh, perfect. And like seeing so much in this new trailer where I'm like, oh good. They're leaning into how absolute batshit insane yeah. Of a character right. Peacemaker yeah. is. Right. Was that Judo Master? Is that who's in? That was Judo Master, yeah, who kept yeah. another Charlton Comics character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have Vigilante. Oh, he looks so good. Can we talk he about does how look so good? I was about to come into Vigilante. Vigilante looks so oh. crisp. Oh, so man. Oh, I was so, so good. surprised. So good. I'm honestly kind of bummed that we're going to see him without the mask. I was hoping it was going to be full on. Yeah, I can see that. Black Noir. He has yeah. never taken it off. No. Like, make yeah. it a joke. Make it a thing. Don't, like, don't break kayfabe. Yeah, but, like, uh, they show him in the in the group chat with his mask on. So, like, all right, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that hard of a you're thing. Saying, yeah. You're saying you don't even want the act to know who the actor is underneath? I want I want him to be Mandalorian. I want him to go full Mando. <laughs> oh. Like, okay. I am assuming I that the actor came in to dub his lines. That were, that <laughs> were getting, go. like, a bunch of different new Peacemaker helmets as well. Yeah, they had like a TMNT Chrome Dome mask. That was weird. <laughs> I thought that looked great. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just interested in like how much of like knowing James Gunn and not being, not being like scared to dive into the weirdness or the crazy parts of like a comic character's history. I am very interested a when his father showed up, given who his dad is in the comics, and yeah. b uh, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that by the end of this first season. We start seeing him be con- like concerted and affirmed that the spirits of the people he is killing live on inside his helmet. Yeah, um, I hope. Uh, we yeah, get I hope that. they reference that. Yeah, for sure. It's very James Gunn. This whole this whole teaser trailer I was like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. this was made by James Gunn, and that's a, is it going to be too much? Is it going to be like? With Peacemaker, should it be too much? Like, should it though? Yeah, that's what it should be. It should be too. Exactly. Yeah, with okay. Peacemaker, no, I think it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm afraid that they make a second season and it's not by James Gunn. I feel like that's gonna be a, a disservice, but yeah, uh, I'm excited. I mean, he was saying this was the quickest thing he's ever written, and it's he also did. the long. Yeah. It's the longest thing he's ever written. There's a full, yeah. um, yeah. full season of television, and he wrote it like that. Well, how uh, long is a season of television, though? Because I mean, it used to be 23 episodes for hour-long action. 10 to 12, probably yeah, 10. So, yeah, 10. Probably going to be yeah. 10. It depends right. on what network you get. CW still has like you know 37 episodes a season, but yeah, most most that's hyperbole, but yeah, yeah. most uh, Corona is the only reason that any of CW's shows got shortened. <laughs> uh, sure. Superman and Lois and Star Girl started off with small season orders, and then I think got increased in season one. I think, but and Star Girl started out. In Star Girl started out on DC Universe, didn't it? Though wasn't it? Yeah, like, originally. Yeah, yeah, it did. Like, yeah, so far, Superman and Lois is the only show to specifically be launched with a shorter season yeah and it has a higher production value yeah yeah Yeah. look how good it is now we have henry irons 
And now I, I was so happy. I didn't like Natalie the journey Irons. there. I didn't like the journey there, but you know. Me either, man. It, it, was, it, it seemed uh, like it was ultimate Lex Luthor. We have the Irons now, and yeah. just about yeah. that. But it was. It's good to have. It's good to have Steel back in the and something. Yeah, the fact. Oh, yeah. I don't like uh, I don't like mixing Steel with the multiverse because Steel is like such a straightforward origin story. Yeah, it's, it's so good. He's trying to do better, right? Yeah. And yeah. But but I think this is such a great way to bring him in, and like it yeah. brings in such great inherent conflict with the Kents. Just be like, you know, Lois looks like my wife, and now we have this yeah. this daughter is here who's also like that looks like my mom, and yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So now the Kent kids have this you know, alternate universe sister they have to deal with, uh, which yeah. is its own inherent conflict. I love it. I love everything about um, it. Yeah. Well, to, to Dimitri's point of like, of all the things that was wrong with Shaquille O'Neal's steel tone uh, and setting was not one of them. It didn't get like, it's just like, he is just street level. He's just yeah. down to earth. He's just happens to be named Steel as well. Yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with but these yeah. guys. They, just they, also they, happens to have a hammer and be named Steel. What's yeah, your guys feeling about Steel in comics over the last like 20 or so years? Because I loved the way that Grant Morrison brought him in into his action run where he was kind yeah. of like working for General Lane and he was just kind of like, you know, part of that crew. I think right now he has the same origin he had in the 90s. It's not really that clear. Right now it seems like the main steel is Natasha, Natasha. who's on the authority yeah. right now, which is right. great. Yeah. But how, how do you guys feel about how steel has been handled since the end I of mean, the I would I would I would I mean I I as always I have I have a weird soft spot as somebody who grew up like reading the 90s comics as they came out exactly. without the context of anything exactly. that came before them. So I have, the same way I have a soft spot for all the characters from the Spider-Man's clone saga, I have a soft spot for <laughs> everyone from Reign of the same. Superman. Oh I really, Justin, I, you read Amazing Spider-Man this week? Not yet. I have it. I have it. I have it queued up. I need to read it. But I, I know. I, I, I know. Ben, my boy's Ben's back. My boy Ben's it's back. So good. Surprisingly good. But I don't like Ben. I'm just yeah, saying, uh, I don't like Ben. Yeah, go go read these last two issues, Dimitri. You I will... did already. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I'm great. Him again. You can tell you with Dimitri on this one too. Like, um, it's cool. You shall it's a cool read him, and you I'm, shall like him. Cool. Yeah, but no. But I, 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 I've, I think I'm glad to see Steel getting more prominence, whether it's John Henry Irons or whether it's Natasha. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there was a little while there where John Henry stuff got a little weird, where he had the whole like organic steel thing i like that steel, yeah i, I did it. like that i did like In that as more like a modernization of, of steel yeah. but but i i think i agree with where justin's going with them i'm gonna let him keep going it's but like, but like i i i think i think that it's it's an interesting thing because i i always maintain that even even the most disastrous like fall on your face effort effort like comic events it's always nice in hindsight to be able to like pull the things that work from them and rework yeah. them into a better usage. And yeah. that's kind of how I felt like, again, I think steel of all of them had the most straightforward and had the most success, like post death of Superman return of Superman, right. because he had an actual like character arc. Yeah. I, mean, I loved, I loved Superboy as the Metropolis kid. It was ridiculous in nineties and over the top of like, <laughs> so nice. Right. And then, so you know, nice. eradicator was Perfect. eradicator. Um, yeah. as also the 90s, Superman, yeah. but like, yeah, it's, well, it's, um, 
I was just gonna say to, 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 to your point, Justin, like steel is unconnected. Like he, it really yeah. was just the he's, man he's, of steel. He's, all he, yeah, he was just yeah. influenced by Superman. This is the perfect story. Mm-hmm. It's 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 such a shame that it's it hasn't been even teased in modern media as far as like movies go because yeah, yeah. it legitimately could just be a guy that was influenced Superman saved mm-hmm. and he was yeah. influenced by him. It's, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I It's because of the Shaq movie. Yeah, you, uh, we we all know be... we all know that like yeah. a bad movie, people try to push it and like separate themselves the from those yeah. characters. But a lot of times they try to a lot of times like, time they try to redo it though. I mean, we it's, we I mean, have multiple it's bad movies. Steel have... hasn't yeah because because I feel like Steel has been like used just enough yeah in like the last uh, twenty years where he's the not, same he's way... not completely been like sidelined. But yeah. right, like, this is a little crazy. Yeah. He's never been on the Justice League since. Yeah. More so weird. You're not it's wrong. Weird. He should have been. At some point, he should have 100 been on the Justice League. Like this is just right. like Justin said. I I grew up reading like Death of Superman. I was prime reading age, and Steel was like my absolute favorite character back then. Like not a lot of black char- prominent black characters, but now you have a black Superman. Like this guy is taking yeah. over as Superman, and it's it's such a good run. And I remember being a kid, and they had this Elseworld story where he was a slave. And then revolted against all of the masters as steel. And it was just like, it blew my mind and became like such this great character. And it just seems like a waste. Like, yeah, he's around, but yeah. he's just like, he's just around. He's not like a prominent character. There seems like these big companies are more in, into like bringing in modern and new characters to appeal to younger audiences. Mm-hmm. But you have these great old characters that they're just there. And they're, and they're not that old. They're only, they're only 20, 20 plus years old. Like, they're not relatively like, speaking. Like, they're, yeah. they're super not old. I would love to see, I would have loved to see John Henry Irons pop up as, like, a potential prospect for, like, Justice Incarnate. Like, like I would feel like... Yeah. That would be cool. Because, like, yeah. he, yeah. he, would, so he cool. would be a great fit. Like, let Natasha be, like, Steel of, like, Earth Prime. And I and, yeah, and I do, I do love Natasha as Steel. Like, that's, that's a, she's great. Yeah. But yeah. John's just yeah. there. Look, my um, whole, you know, we have this this milestone revamp that's going on. I keep yeah. saying this to Dimitri and he disagrees with me, but I think the way to really give milestone staring staying power is exactly what they do in Young Justice and really tie those characters into the actual DCU. So I, I don't disagree. Uh, sorry, real quick. I don't disagree. disagree. I want that. That's, that's I, not no, what I, I heard that. earlier, Dimitri. That's... No, I'm just saying that the milestone <laughs> comics right now have proved they're in an alternate universe. They are. They do seem to be in an alternate universe. I don't think they kill Superman in the crib. Sure, but it doesn't have to. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I mean, look, I just, I don't even worry about that kind of stuff. Okay, okay, Um, I'm just saying. If it's it's three panels or less, I don't care. You know, it's not. I want, I want milestone characters in the DC universe. Well, I want seems. I'm not saying weird that they're not. I'm going back to conflict between hardware and steel because those guys do not like each other. Do they not? I love. I didn't know. No. Oh, no, 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 the worlds no. collide. Yeah, worlds collide. Uh, worlds collide mm-hmm. was so good. Yeah. They do not like each other, and I want that to be a, uh, a a continuing rivalry in the DC universe. Is these two, you know, tech focused inventor black men who are geniuses just yeah. do not like each other at all. I want to see more of that. I want to see a buddy cop, uh, you know, uh, uh, the miniseries. Oh, With, uh, yeah. um, uh, Michael Holt in the middle. 
that's the thing i didn't like i didn't like the fact that like with new 52 that cyborg got pushed to the to the justice league because they wanted like diversity and they wanted a tech head like they needed that for the team. Weird. They needed someone tech related. Could have right. been Mr. Terrific. It could have been Steel. Every time right. I see Cyborg on the Justice League, it's like the Justice League guest starring Cyborg. That's what it always looks it's, like. Yeah. It's why it's right. my favorite running joke on Doom Patrol is everybody asking him about like like if he has like Batman's phone number and shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's my yeah. favorite running joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being yeah. a minor member of the Justice League. Um so, but yeah. while I, hanging I out say, with the Doom Patrol, all of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say my, my only my only trepidation about bringing Milestone into the greater DC universe is I am afraid that if that happens, unless they are like hard integrated into like a team book or something, right. that they will be cast to the wayside, kind of like the Wildstorm characters have been. Because um, like, And I it will happen. Yeah. I've loved seeing Grifter yeah. show up in like Batman Urban Legends, but it feels like they were building to something with him and it yeah. hasn't happened yet. But the difference yeah, is that Wildstone yeah. characters suck and Milestone doesn't. <laughs> I mean, Grifter is cool. Grifter is cool. Apollo? Yeah, Midnight? Come on. Sell me on Grifter right now. I'm just saying. I cannot. I can't. Can I send you a clip? He's like Gambit, but worse. Give me a premise. Gambit, but worse. How dare you? Chris. I've enjoyed... Like Deadpool, but worse. I've loved the Grifter backup stories in the Batman Urban Legends, though, of him just being kind of a dick to Batman about just the way that he's running things, just being like, as a gun for hire, I have absolutely no respect for the way you do stuff. It's like, I don't see how this is profitable at all, the way that you kind of do a catch and release with these dudes, but all right, you do you. Yeah. Can we talk about how terrible an idea it was to put Midnighter backups in the back of Superman comics, though? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> weird, weird body horror sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Midnight stories? Like, why is that paired with yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got confused with those Midnighter backups. And by honest. the way, so. the art by Michael Oming, which is bad. I'm sorry, it's yeah. bad. Yeah, I'm I don't not like. I don't, like, I don't like, like, like Powers stuff. I didn't. I, yeah, it worked. It, it was okay with Powers, but it just looks weird with Midnighter. I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah, he's just yeah. he's flat, he's very flat Kirby. Like that's kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. Like totally. not yeah. even like cool, fun cosmic Kirby. Like. Howling Commandos, like, mm-hmm. like oh, animated yeah, series Kirby, like yeah, 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 animated series storyboard, yes. of Kirby, yeah, yeah, yeah. or if um, like the the creators of Daria drew a <laughs> comic, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad Midnighter's in the Authority now. Like, yeah, just, no, that's yeah. it. super I just well. Can't wait. I really Great like that this this whole Superman lead up to this Mongol um, uh, story. Like, it's been a long, slow burn, and it really does feel like it has gravitas. It feels like it's an epic story. It feels like it's going somewhere. And I feel like so many times in monthly comics, things feel like they're, they, things just don't feel like they have momentum. And yeah. everything, you know, the the Morrison stuff is kind of in its poggy universe, or like it doesn't really reference other things. And Superman's like a daddy, like with different hair and everything and whatever. But like, just all of that working together really makes it feel. Like it has weight, and I'm so excited for this era of Superman. Yeah. Um, as we as we uh uh 
like do eventually have to finish this episode. I do have a final question for everybody that we can definitely discuss about. Uh, that being said, before I get to it, uh, T3 Medias is out there. He says, tell Michael I said hi. And then he also says, rest in power, Dwayne McDuffie, um, yeah. which 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 definitely R.I.P. Dwayne McDuffie. But also, uh, also cool, Naomi McDuffie, right? Like, yeah. yep. like she has the same last name. But also, just, I don't know whether I've told, like, who I've told. Did you guys know that Keegan-Michael Key is the long-lost half-brother of Dwayne McDuffie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, what? He found, yeah. he found that out after Dwayne's death. I did not know that. That they share well, the same father. Yeah, because uh, uh, Keegan-Michael Key is adopted. Is Is he? Yeah, he grew up. He he knows his mom now, um, oh. but yeah, he grew up in a uh, an adoptive home because oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, his his mom was just uh, in really bad shape when he was a kid. Yeah, and so she gave him up. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. But I didn't know yeah, that I about him. No idea. Duffy. That's really crazy. Yeah, he, he found that out. Let's get him on something. Let's get him, give him a milestone character. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh my God! Bloodwind by by Keegan Michael Key. Okay. <laughs> like, or are we talking writing or acting? Oh, writing. Get, yeah, uh, writing. No, I, I want oh, I want I want him give him give him a shot. No, to be fair, we, we you can't have an adaptation of Bloodwind. Not now. <laughs> like Bloodwind needs to have a resurgence before you can adapt him. You can't just yeah. do like yeah, this guy holds the spirit of every slave. Like you can't you can't do that to a black character. Like bring him yeah. back. And put all of the the all of the trauma of slavery on that character. You can't. Also, the name Bloodwind is too much. It, it sounds like a valiant character because it's like bloodshot and like marrow bones or whatever valiant's coming up with. You know what I mean? Like, let's have all our characters be so edgy. Marrow bone. I'm marrow bone. This is bloodshot. I'm organ donor. Like, I don't know. You know, uh, but. Uh, my general, my general question for everybody to kind of to wrap everything up is: obviously, there were a lot of titles that that DC fandom was talking about, but what really stood out is that they have like four animated movies coming out in 2022. They have two video games. They have obviously the Blue Beetle show that they're working on, and they they have like their shows right now that just got picked up for next new seasons. And like, there's a lot in in play. League of Super Pets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, with the diversifying of it, do you got and, and, and the Batmobile show? We seem to be getting shows for different demographics, age wise, race wise. We get we get stuff for uh, 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 for young girls. We have the DC uh, what's what's it called? The superhero high uh, thing. Superhero girl, like, like the superhero the, girls. They're doing, they're doing yeah. Teen Titans go. Teen Titans versus girls. Yeah. Right. Uh, How do you guys feel about the whole diversification of it? It, I mean, did fandom kind of prove its point that they got a lot of things in play from many different people and that we should have hope towards the future? I don't think Uh, that. Yeah, it's always a good thing. Like, right. Like, you need to have, especially with going with like the the younger generation as well. I mean, I remember seeing, like, it was just very easy for me to see myself in comic book characters, and it really brought a lot of really great emotion that really kind of brought uh, like a sense of my sense of morality moving forward. But like, I think that's extremely important for any kid to be able to see themselves in the combo characters that they're seeing these stories and these heroes and try to kind of build that off of themselves. And so like the more we get that, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. 
Well, and we've seen like just the the success of isolated movies of uh, Black Panther, Shang Chi, Captain Marvel to a lesser extent, or, or Wonder Woman to a, a better better example of just like what diversifying the leads and the focus of these uh, movies and TV shows and this content just opens up this storytelling to new people because that's what it's about is the storytelling is going to be the same no matter what it's superhero storytelling and it's it's just allowing other people to enjoy it and and latch on to it the same way we have been able to like that's the whole purpose of it because yeah Mm -hmm. naomi is not going to be any different than any other like cw superhero show but it has a different focus. It has a different lead. As something, it has a different story it's telling. And so, yeah, I think it's it's very important. Has Black yeah. been canceled? Well, Black Lightning. What, what's, uh, yeah, Black, Black Lightning, Lightning ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like those first um, two seasons. Yeah, what's, first, what's, yeah. There's certain people out there that will automatically say that. You know, DC and Warner Brothers will will be predicating to a certain audience, like just trying to ride the trend of diversity and trying to ride the trend of, you know, all of these things and trying to just like they don't really care. But my opinion is that that it actually works in the favor of like everyone else. Like, yes, these are the people that are people are getting interested in these things. So of course they're diving into diversity. Like, as more people that we can get into the medium. It strengthens it. And if the people that are against things like that get pushed out of the medium, in my opinion, it also strengthens it. Uh, Being able to include people like me, I'm multiracial, my children are biracial. And it's just like to be able to to relate on different levels with characters that other people can relate to. You know, everyone loves Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's a white guy. He's a white nerd that, uh, yes, he's down on his luck like a lot of people and he's mildly relatable, but it, it's different, you know, and for other kids to be able to see these new characters, Naomi, Miles, uh, even the resurgence of Milestone for other characters to be able to relate to that, uh, it, it's really heartwarming. And you know, even if people want to say it's a, a WB play for diversity, I mean, it, it works. That's what's going to make them the most money in the long run. And it also happens to be the right play. So uh, I think it's a good move going forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also the, just the diversity of projects, also, right? Yeah. Like we're dealing like I, League of Super League of Super Pets. Yeah. Right? I finally like, checked out the first episode of Aquaman: King of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So Is it? I loved it. I loved yeah, it. And I know yeah, a lot of too. people. A lot of people hate the animation style, but I'm also a fan of like. Uh, Flapjack and Adventure Time. Yeah, and I was about to say Adventure that's Time. That's yeah. my, I love that style. So, like, for me, it's merging those two fandoms together. I'm like, that's perfect. Oh, I love so, like, show. it's okay that it's its own thing, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be I, I, Young Justice. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't like that animation style, I can promise you at some point in your life, you will get an Aquaman show or an Aquaman movie that is <laughs> the style you want. Right now, they're doing a comedy take on Aquaman. And by the way, episodes are 45 minutes. Yeah. Amazing. And what? speaking to the and Aquaman is a silly character. Aquaman is also a silly character. A silly yeah. character, and that's okay. But also speaking to actual diversity, not just diversity of theme or diversity of projects, Aquaman on the show is colored darker, is colored browner than the rest of the characters, kind of as a nod to Jason Momoa. And yeah. like, okay, yeah, this character is not a white character. 
yeah. or at least anymore. And that's great. Well, uh, yeah, Mr. Plow was saying in the chat, Brave and the Bold for the win. I love Brave and the Bold. Uh, the, best, the best comic book show ever made. So good. And yeah, I, I mean, think it's, it's, it's fun. I just, I I mean, but you guys like it, you guys like it. That's cool. It's I everything. Like Brave and it's Bold. like everything about Batman. It's yeah. Adam West Batman. It's Detective Batman. It's superhero Batman. It's yeah. everything mixed into um, yeah. one. And it, also, it, also, it also kind of proves your earlier point, Dimitri, that like, the reason the show works is the strength of the show is the fact that it's not a Batman solo show. It's yeah. every episode is a team up and it shows that yeah. Batman works better when he has somebody to work off of. It yeah. Really well, yeah. And, and like uh, stuff like having like, uh, like Calvin Ellis, like black Superman or, or uh, Warner brothers push to make sure that the next live action Superman is uh, a black Superman. It just, it shows what is, true to the character and what's put through the lens yeah like what like there's something about superman is in his nature a, a story about an immigrant and story mm -hmm. about uh isolation and a story mm -hmm. about your parents seeing your potential and the pressure to live up to that um future that they see for you and just like that put that through any sort of other variety of uh racial configuration and you tell such a different story yeah. becomes such a different richer story while still being superman at its core absolutely yeah, yeah, we, we recently talked about it on our show but like with the whole bisexual superman thing uh, and there's these hardcore people that hate the idea of like superman they think it's clark kent being oh hardcore bisexuality in a superman <laughs> so it's like and so it's like First of all, Superman is an alien anyway. Yeah. Like, he's not really a white guy. Yeah. Like he just so also, happens. We've never be, seen his dick. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Exactly. Yeah. He just seems so happy. We've, we've, no. we've seen we've seen yeah, yeah, we've seen Batman. Yeah. 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 So we know. Landed on Earth as a white guy. Like it's that's it, all right. circumstantial. He's you know what we we have in Superman one, the Richard Donner, the little baby. We see the little baby's pee pee. That's true. We did see his testicles, though. There yeah, there it is. There but who knows uh, what Kryptonian puberty does to him? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> when you grow that extra penis <laughs> at 16. Is anyone here a Star Trek geek? I don't know if you know, in Star Trek fandom, the, the big joke now is that Worf has two dicks. That's like... Well, Klingons have two penises now, right? I guess Klingons have two dicks. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Yeah. All okay. right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's no, how you like win the show? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I got two dicks. Next on the key. See you guys next time. <laughs> I, I I think the 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 bisexual thing is interesting because uh uh just that like you know that like people go into the doctor's office and refuse to be helped by doctors that don't that aren't like straight white men. Insane. Like it is like, insane, but it's also true. Yeah, it just it doesn't sound like it's even plausible for like a normal person to think that, but. Yeah. There, yeah, there, there would be people uh, with a with a black. I don't want to. I don't want to divert too much from this. But like, if there was a black <laughs> Superman, there would be people turning down his help. I'm just saying. For you know, sure. that's what I, I think that's interesting. Out. I think that's interesting yeah. into the character, though. I, that's yeah. crazy interesting. Again, right. Superman right. just just so happens to be a white guy. Like it's a, a lucky yeah. chance. Whoa, he, he was so lucky. That. Like, he I mean, was so lucky. In, in, like, he came to the planet where the white people are. He uh, <laughs> was in the in the, uh, the whitest in the whitest town in America. Like he was, yeah. the, he won the lottery. There's a right. uh, a joke from The Good Place. Maya Rudolph plays uh, the judge of all of existence, but then goes down to Earth 
and at one point she's like and I guess I'm black and they do not like black women down there <laughs> um, so good yeah <laughs> um as we as we close out this episode, I want to ask you guys whether you guys are excited for what's to come. Are you are is there a little trepidation? You know, are are you are you gonna hold out for next DC fandom where we get a little bit more boss logic art for Black Adam? You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe I just gotta movie. see another sketch. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, let's see what that what that Hawkman helmet looks like. Yeah, yeah. one more time. <laughs> Uh, actually, somebody did, re- re- uh, uh, I think, release what the Hawkman helmet looks like. Uh, it's well, then very... I don't need to go to next fandom. I'm fine. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm all yeah. set. Yeah. Uh, are, are, what's your guys' level of excitement? Um, uh, we can go one by one. I, I just want to know your guys' uh, level of excitement for what DC has to come. Uh, and level of excitement, let's say most excited and least excited for. No, no, let's not have it negative. I want level of excitement and just what you're excited for. Mm. Uh, uh, Trevor, I'll let you go first. Um, most excited for Peacemaker. Okay. Pretty, oh, like okay. now, now that we're kind of like looking through it and like I brought my phone up to like get an actual like list of everything that went out. Like I'm surprised like that I'm excited about it. Like I think <laughs> of the day-to-day of experiencing fandom, I was just like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But like looking at it as a whole, I'm more I'm more excited about stuff than like <clears throat> my individual experiences with these teasers would make me believe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely Peacemaker. Like James Gunn, I like I love just his ultraviolet kind of sensibilities, but like I just love the fact that he is the anti Christopher Nolan, like so yeah, unembarrassed by the source material that like he's almost embarrassed about like when it becomes too mainstream. And yeah. I love the fact of that. And like, I'm really excited to see where that goes and really hadn't considered the fact that like, oh yeah, there might be some more Charleston characters and stuff like that yeah. that he could mess with that like, all right. Like I hadn't really realized the extent of uh, how deep the toy box is for him. Right. So right. yeah, very, that I think that's my, my number one is the Peacemaker show. I wouldn't be surprised if Captain Adam shows up. I would not because he's not that, being yeah, used yeah. by anything, and it, awesome. he falls with the military-industrial complex kind of. Yeah. He sucks too. Like he has a bad yeah. character, but he. Just, I would. Like, I would love. I, I think yeah. he's also he sucks. He's also a perfect James Gunn character because he can literally show up and then explode by the end of the one episode he shows up in. Yeah, yeah. and he's fulfill so his need. Yeah. I will say though, honestly though, now I kind of would. <laughs> I know it's like spinning off of spinning off, but I would kind of want to see like a James Gunn Blue Beetle or Booster Gold. Oh, I, 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 I love <laughs> oh to see like yes. Ted Cord, yeah, Ted yeah. Cord, Ted Cord, like Ted Cord, like James you. Gunn, Ted Cord. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'd be afraid of James Gunn, Ted Cord, well, like and what like, with like Blue and Gold, though. Like, yeah, yeah I, would, I, oh, I would yeah. love it, but also I'm oh, I'm yeah. afraid of where More he would, what direction I, he would take it. I'm I'm bummed that the James Gunn effect hasn't seeped into Shazam just yet because it doesn't seem like they're leaning into Mr. Mind. And I know I they had that, Suicide they had Squad that and Starro mm-hmm. showed you could do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we need I want to see Mr. Mind. Let's yeah. That would be my James Gunn spinoff. Black Adam Shazam crossover. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid of that because I think that The Rock won't lose. He purposely has it in his contracts where he doesn't lose. Thus, he can't be the bad guy in a Shazam movie. 
they would have to fight and then be equals and fight something bigger. I mean, and, like, yeah, I don't that, know. That, that, that at least wouldn't be, like, too out of the world. Especially because, like, the way that they've been repositioning Black Adam post, uh, like, Dark Knight's, like, dark multiverse yeah. as somebody who is genuinely attempting at trying to be a hero. Yeah. Um, and also, I actually really enjoyed the Black Adam, like, Future State stuff, too, of of kind of him having to, like, oh. come back after, like, eons locked away yeah. Yeah. to save everything at, like, the end of time. Yeah. Just have him fight evil Superman. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> keep it going. Five, five. Evil yeah, Superman. Keep it going. Why not? I, 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 I have... Evil Superman's head off. Yeah, I, have right. a, I have a theory or idea uh, before I... I throw it to Michael for, for his excited stuff. Uh, there's a there's a universe out there where Dwayne Johnson played uh, Shazam and then like in a nice way, he like he played the good, like a good, instead of like, like corny, this corny Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, yeah, like he was like, okay, this is his family man, Dwayne Johnson, where he plays, and but then he becomes more popular than Superman, so DC Comics <laughs> shifts, DC Comics shifts focus to like Shazam being the flagship character of DC. That Shazam. would be the most ironic thing in the world if there is a universe where Shazam was the flagship character of DC Comics. I'm just yeah. saying Dwayne Johnson could have shifted that by himself. I'm I just mean, saying. he still might. I mean, if like Last Phantom, it seemed like the direction they were going was going to be like Black Adam was going to be the central focus of the DCEU. But then they're like, oh, people still want to see these Snyderverse characters. So let's make the Flash. <laughs> yeah. Captain yeah. DC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am surprised they didn't announce a David Ayer's Suicide Squad cut. Good. I thought, they were, I thought they were going to. <laughs> yeah. But good. All right. Michael, what's yes. your level of excitement? What are you most excited about? I don't know. I'm so excited for DC properties in general. So I, I, I have hope. I'm optimistic. You can't choose everything. No, no. You say what I'm excited. I'm excited. My level oh. of excitement. And I'm, I'm oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Level of excitement. If I, what I'm excited about, um, yeah. I'm caught between. I'm caught between the Batman, but mostly, honestly, probably the animated series stuff, like all the animated Kate movies Crusader? coming out. Oh, that no. too, but like the the movies as well. I'm excited for the anthology Constantine um, movie. I'm excited yeah, yeah. for the Milestone movie. Like the anime movies seem really, a lot of the, the panels at least and the creators seem super excited about it. Really got me pumped. So they did their job yeah. very well with those ones. All right, all right, Justin. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's you know it's DC has kind of been plagued. Over the last you know couple of years, by like a, a general kind of lack of direction in their cinematic side of stuff, like they've been pretty consistent with almost everything else. Like they've had a pretty solid like vision with their televisual stuff and their comics and things. Um, but like, so I, I was hoping, I was happy to kind of see that the movies weren't like the main focus of fandom. That it was really what like, truly was like all of their projects, which has me yeah yeah. I'm, I'm more cautiously optimistic. I'm the stuff that they showed, I am, you know, I, I there, there wasn't anything that they showed that I just went like boo. I, I, I didn't, I didn't really feel my like the need to like to turn my nose up at anything like at all. It, it the, you know, besides the stuff that is just like too kind of like generally vague, like some of the production stuff that wasn't really like acting or like much of anything to show yet. You know, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt at this point. Um, 
but I think uh, I think the thing, yeah, the thing I'm most excited about is, yeah, is probably that milestone animated feature. I am, I am, I have not been more happy than seeing like milestone really kind of coming back in a big way, and to hopefully start getting to see these characters get the due that they're well deserved. Like, I'm happy that that we're still getting that live action static movie. I think that's long overdue. Like, I would, I would, I would make a real hard argument that. Static was Static Shock was one of the most popular like superhero cartoons of the like nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, it was nineties Miles Morales for sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. He was. I I would almost even go so far as to say that at least for a period of the nineties, Static Shock almost kind of held the role of DC Spider Man. Yeah, where he's just like an everyman character who is kind of dealing with. That's an almost at all. I think that's exactly what it was. Sure. And like and like I, I I would I would love to get to see him come into that own and like and like kind of have that and in, in the live action I I would I would love to get to see a, a live action static movie that is just real great and like is, is like really really good and I think that honestly the the reincorporating of the milestone characters of the new like milestone initiative that they're doing in order to get more you know BIPOC creators on board with in their books and kind of general is, is, a, is a great move. And really, and anytime there's, there's news about them bringing in new milestone stuff, whether it's the static movie, the animated feature or the blood syndicate comic, I'm just, I'm just pleased as punch that it, that it has happened yeah. and that it keeps. Hopefully that blood syndicate blows people away. I mean, that's, I know that was a, that was a tough read in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was intense to read as a kid. <laughs> Yeah, that was an ex- that was explicitly a gang, you know. Yeah, it was yeah, a scary tire to read. Yeah, of gangs of Bloods and Crips. So, like, I wonder yeah. what the new take is. It's I'm interested yeah. to see like what the, you know, what the world is that they're building for it. Could be really good. Yeah, it's in a different political environment now. You know. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Plow in the comments says yes, but do not call the metahumans bang babies. Thank you. Thank you for saying. Yeah, that's. I'm 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 glad that they've kind of tried to like stray away yeah. from that in the comics yeah. that they're like they're not just constantly throwing that one out left right and center. You gotta that say it just though. Like, you gotta I say know it they have to, it's it's yeah. it's it's what they are. But I'm happy that it's not like every other word like oh there's that bang baby over there who can shoot yeah. fire out of his hands. Yeah, that always made me uncomfortable back in the day. Like, <laughs> that's weird. That's a weird thing to call. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lex, uh, what are you, uh, what do you, what's your level of excitement for DC properties and through like fandom? And then also what are you most excited for? I am. So I'm an easy date when it comes to, uh, you'll never really hear me bash. Obviously some of the recent DC properties have been lackluster, but one of my, I love Spider-Man three. Um, I love Batman forever. Like I, I'm an easy date. Like if it's superhero content, that's like, if I could adapt it in my own mind, it's it's great. Like people say, how do you like Batman and Robin as a movie? And I'm like, oh, it's a modern day live action, big budget Adam West Batman movie. It's great. <laughs> it's like one of the greatest movies ever made. And so I love. So I'm an easy day, and I will in my head fix it to where it's perfect. <laughs> and so I'm 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 gonna watch everything they put out. I'm gonna see everything on the first day. I'm excited about it. And I have hopes that they will, they're listening to their audience. It seems like they're listening to their audience more. And so hopefully they're just trying to break things to fix things, if that makes sense. Like they're trying to just do everything that it has been working and try to streamline it. So I'm excited to see a lot of that. 
my biggest takeaway and what I'm most excited about from fandom is the milestone stuff. A lot of the things that Justin said was spot on. I static movie to me is an an alley oop. Like it, it's, yeah. it seems like why yes, Superman is a big budget name. Yes, Batman is a big budget name. Of course, a thirteenth Batman movie is going to sell, but like Static Shock is also a bigger name than than people realize. Uh, and that just movie in its own would be huge. So to know that there's a live action movie going, to know that the push of the initial like year one milestone stuff that they've been doing has been at, successful enough that they're going to continue with Blunt Stick. Because honestly, myself, I said, there's no way. They're doing static, they're doing hardware, they're doing icon. Yes, that makes sense. There's no way in hell they're doing Blood Syndicate. There's no way. I read Blood Syndicate. That shit's rough, man. There's no way they're doing that in 2021. But to see Blood Syndicate, to see that there's an animated movie with all of these properties, um, I'm excited about. I hope it's better yeah. than Injustice. I, I did watch Injustice, the movie. I hope it's better than that. Uh, was that a, hope- the old, was it a real stinker? And just to not even, like, I know it was on our list to talk about. We didn't get to it. But to give my opinions on it real quick, it was like they got tired of people asking for an Injustice movie, and so they made a movie to, like, here, stop asking for it. This is everything. Just never ask for it again. And yeah. that's what they did. Um, but, yeah, definitely the milestone stuff. I hope that the, the push continues. I hope the the animation tr- – like, I hope the treatment is just equal. Like, I hope it's, like, Milestone gets the same push that a Batman or those properties get. They're just give them the same chance, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, I I was gonna say something, but I forget what I was going to say. So <laughs> awesome. Uh uh Gil, uh same question, man. Oh, same question this time. Uh yeah, I think, you know, for me, I'm always like the person who wants to push the comics, comics, comics. So I'm just really excited for what's coming next. And, you know, right now we're building up to this next phase of Superman, this whole uh, confrontation with Mongol. Uh, we saw that one of the things that was announced this week was a uh, trial of the Amazons, mm. uh, which I think is like, you know, we've been seeing a lot of stuff going on with Hippolyta and Nubia and, and Joelle Jones is uh, Wonder Girl and even Cassie Sandsmark and Donna are like characters in that. So I, I really want to see an elevation of the Wonder uh, franchise um, with whatever this event is going to be. The ending of um, the Multiverse Justice League, whatever that was called. I forgot what it was called. Justice Incarnate. That was the name of the no, team. It was um, Infinite Frontier. Uh, Infinite, Frontier. Infinite Frontier. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of it was teasing a modern day version of the Great Darkness Saga, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which was a really Marvel way to end a miniseries. It should be like, hey, remember this uh, thing from the 1980s? We're doing a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. It was very, it was, it felt very Marvel. Uh, so I'm excited to see whatever the new version of the Great Darkness Saga is, and I think those are like the things I'm looking ahead to. I'm looking ahead to um, whatever the next story is Tom Taylor's telling in uh, Nightwing, um, Joelle Jones on Wonder Girl, all of those things. So those are the things that I'm like mostly like watching like a hawk. When I see them, you know, in my uh, in my pull list, I'm like, I know what I'm reading right now. Yeah. So sidebar, yeah. Gil, do you, do you think that they should do more comic books in next DC fandom? Or do you think it was a decent blend? Because I feel like they did more this year than they did last year, even though last year was like a 24 hour stream. 
Sure, I didn't. I I, I didn't sit and watch it live. I watched everything okay. on YouTube after the fact. Okay. Um, but you know, sitting and looking at Newsarama and IO9, I was seeing all the the comic book yeah. uh, announcements yeah. come through. So you know, they they have to have the the news in order to put out the news, right? For the um, yeah, for the audience. I felt like last year there was a little more of like. It felt a little more Comic Con ish last year, where they were like, "And this is how we do comics or whatever." Yeah, it's, they had to have panels and things like that, like what you would say. Panels, yeah. So I hope they do some of that. I don't know. I don't. In the end, I don't care. As, I'm in my sandbox. I'm going to be right. reading comics no matter what they do. You know. Yeah. In the end, I yeah. never really care about Comic Con because uh, when I'm there, I'm there for parties, and I find out what happened <laughs> at Comic Con on yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> On Newsarama the next day. You I've know? missed whole days. I've missed whole days at conventions and gone to parties afterwards. Yeah, because... yeah. It's 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 just like all right. Like I could go to the panel and sit way the hell away from it in like a <laughs> yeah. lame ass seat, or I could yeah. watch a good quality clip of it on YouTube after the fact. And actually talk to the people later on at yeah. a bar or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Even so, even with that, like. All they're doing is announcing a press release. That's all it is. Like, it's very nice to be able to, you know, have a conversation with Kelly Sue DeConnick or whomever. But, like, that's that's what I actually, like, go to the, like you said, go to the bar, hang out with them afterward. What do I need right. to hear? Three months from now, you can buy this. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You already have that was- that was, as 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 uh, it seems all lukewarm we all are on Young Justice, it was cool the fact that, like, Two episodes. Oh, I know Dimitri. Dimitri is still. Dimitri's still holding that. He is Luke that flame. He's wearing a like, young the fact that like, they could they I could turn it. around and be like, there are two episodes available. Like little stuff like that. Like that was cool. Really cool. That was really cool. Yeah, it should have been more of like that. that. Yeah. The, yeah. The guys, the, pre- the preview issue of Robins dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, You're, no. You know that I am reading that as soon as we get off this. That is made for me. Um. Basically, I, I liked what DC Fandom had this time around. Also, it seems like it was it's a little bit more in the oven than it was last year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, things are cooking. Yeah, that was yeah. my biggest thing about, like, last year was that, like, it was like, here's a menu of things we have not yet learned how to cook yet. We will cook it once you tell me on the menu what you want. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of that sort of thing. Um, I, I am... Uh, I think Young Justice season four, like that was cool that they were like, um, uh, oh, by the way, the first episode you can watch on DC Fandom, or if you have HBO Max, there's two episodes up there, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was literally something there to take home. It was like a gift, right? Mm-hmm. They were handing it out to you at the panel. Um, uh, I think out of all the things that I'm excited for, though, um, what did I have in my in my in my head here? Um, uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, I was excited, I'm, I'm excited about excited that, but, that, but then I but then I realized it was a 2023 release. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's not next year. That's the Jesus. only bad part. A, but they're finally like exploring Greek mythology. You know, yeah, that is cool. In, in they only had two uh, two Wonder Woman movies to do that. <laughs> but Wonder Woman '84 didn't do it at all. That's and what I'm like, saying. It's just like. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like Wonder Woman, the first one, it's like, oh, yeah, Wonder Woman, born from the gods. And by the way, the gods are all dead, so you won't be yeah. seeing them, except for, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I'm that. But I think that, like, the 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 interesting ones are the panels that they had for Blue Beetle and Batgirl. Yeah. Because they had the actress, they had the actor, 
and they were like, let's talk about it. And like, it seemed like the directors also were both directors in duos. What's up with duo directors nowadays? Have they been doing that a lot lately? I don't know. Anyway, that's just something I noticed. I'm excited for it. We'll see what happens with it. Um, but uh, I'm glad that I was able to talk uh, uh, with you guys all about this because um, uh, it's nice to nice to get everybody together and like like uh, 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 throw pot shots or just get excited for you know everything together. Um, thank you guys so much for coming out and being on this episode. Uh, with me uh, on the Keeg Live, talking about DC Fandom. Uh, before we get going, uh, yes, I would love to thank the audience out there for, for watching, uh, but I want to thank you guys. Tell me, uh, one by one, we'll just go around, what's your social media? You got any plugs? What what do you have coming up? Where can people find you? Um, Trevor, I'll let you go first. Kind of go. Uh, you can uh, find me at Trevor Copper on all social media, and thanks for having me. You got anything coming up? Uh, uh, no, that's it. Uh, oh, uh, game show ready. Been uh, Gil, Gil knows them. Uh, been doing uh, pop up shows, uh, hosting those. So uh, at game show ready, um, shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then my shows seem to be on Sundays for the time being. We've been doing a little special pop up ones, so maybe that'll continue. But yeah, I don't think we heard Trevor's excitement level though for fandom either. I don't want to oh. end the show ever. Uh, <laughs> pretty. I was more, I'm generally more, interested in everyone's thoughts. More, more yeah. excited, more excited this year than than last. I think, yeah. After last year is basically, well, we got to have a Comic Con substitute. They kind of figured out what to do with this one. Uh, yeah. That it felt a lot better. So yeah, definitely came out of this fandom a lot more excited than last year's fandom, but. Uh, I'll I'll be excited about uh, stuff when I can hear about it in a convention center. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Michael, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, what's your social media? Where can people find you? You got any plugs? Anything coming up? Yeah. No. Thank you very much, Mizu. This was really fun as always. I really love being on these things. Um. Uh, and for the love of comics, on both TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. For the love of comics. Um. The only thing I have coming up is I'm talking to you on Thursday. There we go. We are. Yes. Comic talk. Comic You're, talk. Uh, for comic talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, uh, I'm excited to have you. Again. Thank you. I'm as always. to be there again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin, what's your social media? Uh, you know, same stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, predominantly on uh, TikTok as moose underscore zero. I do a lot of, you know, this kind of comic book discussion about news, character deep dives, book recommendations. And uh, on Twitter, I am at moo underscore so, so M-O-O like a cow, and then S-E-W like a needle pulling thread, um, where I'm, I'm trying to be more active on there as well. So if, if you like You've been killing general it, man, comic that, discussions yeah. and things like that, then yeah, follow me on there. Yeah, you've been killing cool. it on there. Thank you. Uh, Lex, what, what do you got? Uh, so podcast drops every Wednesday, 10 a.m. We do trade reviews. So usually the first trade of what's usually what's dropping that week, but sometimes we branch out and do just something that we wanted to read from back in the day. What's or, the podcast name, Lex? Wednesday Pull List. The Wednesday Pull List. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And usually I'm on Twitter at Wednesday Pull. That's usually where I like to talk my comic book shit. But I'm also on TikTok. And those two are where you can always find me. So yeah, 
And, and you got an Instagram. You're all over the place, right? I got, I got, I got all the social medias, but the two <laughs> that I'm actually active on are Twitter and, and Instagram. But follow me oh, over, okay. please. Yeah, okay. please do. for sure. All right, uh, Gil. Uh, man, you know me. I'm at GJ Barron on all of the things. Uh, I'm producing comedy shows from here to forever. Uh, my main one is Your Late Night Show Tonight, so you can find uh, all of our info. Uh, at your late night on all the things and our host next month hosting her very own talk show uh, for the first and only time is going to be Jody Sweeten from Full House. Uh, Stephanie Tanner is going to be hosting her own talk show. So uh, we haven't started working on it yet. We're starting next week. How rude, Gil. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's really excited about it. So uh, And now we're working on, uh, I'm already working on the December host. So, you know, we're always looking ahead. Awesome. You, you've you had some pretty cool hosts in the past. This last uh, month, we had Blaine Kapach, and his guests were Dana Gould um, and Lori Kilmartin and uh, Ron Lynch. So, you know, every month is a huge show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you, you mentioned guys Rosario all... Dawson before. We had Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Ben oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you guys all do great stuff. Uh, whether it's uh, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on Instagram, uh, on your podcasts, uh, I'm really happy that I got all of you guys in on this uh, to give your guys' takes on DC fandom. Um, so thank you guys so much for for doing this, especially on an off night. Like we don't normally do Sunday night shows, but it was like, yeah, DC fandoms yesterday. Let's get let's get the boys together, you know. Let's <laughs> go paint the, paint the town red. Uh, I did not, by the way, I did not aim to have it an all-guys show. I'm just, it ended up being all boys, and we're oops all, boys. all boys. So, oops. <laughs> 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 yes, oops all boys. Uh, uh, thank you guys out there uh, for watching. Uh, if you want to find The Keeg on social media, you can find us at, at The Keeg Show on TikTok, on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We don't do much on Twitter. Uh, but we also live stream to multiple live stream platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our number one live stream platform, Volume, uh, volume.com slash The Keeg Show. Uh, it's a new streaming platform based around like singers, musicians, performers, niche geek shows. We qualify, so we are there. That's our number one streaming platform. And then you can also catch our podcast episodes, uh, especially if you're listening to this on a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. We're on five of those. So we're all over the place. You can catch any of the Keeg shows there. Um, but uh, thank you guys once again so much for watching. Thank you guys once again for being on the show. I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Keeg Live talking about DC Fandom 2021. Take care, everybody. Peace out. Super strong or super fast Gotta beat the boss